You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpel965.com. Get the free KPEL News app in the App Store and Google Play. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette. Shots fired in Chicago. A lot of them. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Individuals are very scared. Scared to walk the street, scared to go to the store, scared to go to the playground. Pastor Corey Brooks, after 77 weekend shootings that left 14 people dead in Chicago, including two children, an eight-year-old girl was killed in Atlanta. 42 people got shot in New York City and nine died over the weekend. President Trump tweeted about Chicago and New York that the federal government is ready, willing, and able to help if asked. Now, the coronavirus keeps surging, and not everyone is doing what they're being urged to do. I think it's ridiculous, and we're not doing it they were on daytona beach over the weekend florida among the many states seeing a spike in cases fox's rachel sutherland has more live dave the nation is seeing around fifty thousand new cases of coronavirus a day with sharp rises in the south and west former commissioner of the food and drug administration scott gottlieb says the country is back where it started we really had one epicenter of spread when New York was going through its hardship. Now we really have four major epicenters of spread. Los Angeles, cities in Texas, cities in... Cases are leveling off or decreasing in several states, including Virginia, Maryland, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Dave. Rachel, the wreckage of two small planes at the bottom of Lake Coeur in Idaho after they collided in midair. Two bodies were recovered. It's believed there are six other people on the planes, and investigators do not think they survived. We may get more key rulings today from the Supreme Court. Normally, the nine justices would be on summer vacation right now. That's not the case. Things got delayed a little bit because of COVID. We have eight cases left we're expecting to hear from in the next few days. That's Fox's David Spun, one of the most anticipated if President Trump can block House Democrats and New York prosecutor from getting his tax returns and financial records. America's listening to Fox News. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently, and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No. Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. There's still a lot of worry about the economy in a corona-caused recession, especially as some states close some places back up or pause reopenings. Though in New York City today, they're moving ahead with phase three of reopenings. But the labor secretary is optimistic. Secretary Eugene Scalia, appearing exclusively on Fox News Sunday, said the nearly five million jobs gained in June show the economy is on the way back. 
he does warn that coronavirus is still with us. We have to keep an eye on that. Uh, I believe that we can continue uh, to reopen our workplaces safely. Uh, our workplaces can be very safe places to be. Scalia says that's because the nation is better equipped to deal with this new surge with more equipment and hospital capacity. But masks and distancing remain important. Grinnell Scott. Fox News. On Wall Street, a rally's brewing coming off the long holiday weekend. Dow futures up nearly 400 points. There is worry about the coronavirus surge in Arizona spreading across the border. People in the town of Sonoida, Mexico, just across the border from Lukeville, Arizona, were so concerned about the recent influx of COVID-19 cases that they briefly blocked the main road connecting the two cities this weekend. Sonoida's Mayor Jose Ramos Arzate said U.S. tourists shouldn't visit Mexico and other Americans should only cross for essential activities. Locals followed suit by blocking the road with their cars. Rob Dawson, Fox News. On the NASCAR track. Coming out of turn four, Kevin Harvick is going to see the checkered flag. He wins again at the Brickyard. That's the call on NBC Sports. Kevin Harvick is the cup points leader. On the golf course, Bryson DeChambeau won the PGA Tournament in Detroit. And as the NBA gets ready to restart the season later this month, the Milwaukee Bucks closed their practice facility after coronavirus testing results came back. The team isn't saying if anyone tested positive. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Another hot day on tap today. Your full forecast is coming up from the KTC Storm Team 3 Weather Lab. It's Monday, July 6th. I'm Rob Kirkpatrick with your headlines. Fireworks shows in Acadiana went off without a hitch. That was despite the wet forecast. The rain held off until Sunday. Now all eyes turn to the Gulf, where forecasters are watching an area of disturbed weather. Now major development is not expected, but the system will determine our forecast for the week. That full forecast is coming up from the KTC Storm Team 3 Weather Lab. The Louisiana Department of Health says the number of coronavirus cases increased by about 1,900 over the weekend. The number of deaths increased by 10. There are 74 new patients in the hospital across the state, bringing that total to 926. A total of 3,180 people have died of the disease in our state. It's estimated that 43,026 have recovered. You asked and we got answers last week after the CDC admitted duplicate names in some of their COVID-19 data. We reached out to Dr. Tina Stefanski to find out if multiple positive tests for the same person were counted as multiple new cases. She said no, and that in Louisiana, it's actually a part of the standard review. You can read more of what Dr. Stefanski had to say now at kpel965.com. And if you have a question you want answered, email rob at kpel965.com. A second priest in the Diocese of Lafayette is tested positive for COVID-19. Sacred Heart of Jesus Catholic Church in Villeplatt notified their parishioners that their new associate pastor is suffering from coronavirus. Last week, a priest in Broussard tested positive, forcing all masses online until further notice. And finally, a car hit the Sonic restaurant on Ambassador Caffrey after an early morning crash on Saturday. It happened near the intersection with Cameron Street. A second car involved in the crash hit a nearby light pole. Lafayette police responded to the scene. One driver was ticketed. No injuries were reported. And impairment is not believed to be a factor. 
Get the headlines online anytime at kpel965.com and in our free KPEL News app. It's brought to you by Acadiana Restaurant Supply. Take us wherever you go and listen to your KPEL favorites wherever you are. It's free in the App Store and Google Play. Well, as we get ready to start another work week, it looks like conditions going to be a little bit on the wet side. We're going to have soggy conditions across Acadiana, mostly cloudy skies. We're going to have showers and a few thunderstorms thrown in the mix as well. Nothing that looks like it's going to be overly aggressive, but you could end up with maybe a strong thunderstorm or two. An inch or two of rainfall over the next couple of days. Some localized flooding may be a little issue, but however, not expecting any kind of major widespread event. Just kind of a wet couple of days here becoming a little more scattered by wednesday and then more or less back to your summer norms by the time we get to the end of the week and on into the weekend in the meantime the temperatures will sit in the mid 80s today we're up at about 85 degrees for your high winds coming from the west at 5 to 10 miles an hour overnight lows tonight going to get down into the mid 70s from the storm team three weather lab i'm ktc meteorologist daniel phillips on news talk 96.5 kpel and right now, 76 degrees here at the Cape Hill Studios. Our weather update brought to you by Albertsons. Start the week off by visiting your local Albertsons for cheap chicken Mondays. Pick up a fresh signature cafe, whole roasted chicken or eight piece fried chicken or roasted chicken for only $5.99. News Talk 96.5. Cape Hill. Right now, traffic. Double checking what's happening in traffic. Do have an all clear right now. No crashes, no breakdowns to worry about. Please make sure that you're buckling up and that you're keeping it safe out there today. Our traffic update brought to you by the Positive Coaching Alliance. Do you have questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. You can find out more at positivecoach.org. LA. It is coming up now, 6.12 in the morning. Well, this feels like a familiar ride. Well, yeah, kind of, huh? <laughs> I actually have a little bit more of a positive outlook this go around, though. Yeah. You know, I mean, not that I had a bad outlook before. No, but um, but you know, last time I was doing this, we didn't really know if the world was going to end, even though we got on the radio <laughs> and pretended like it wasn't. <laughs> Come on, man, you crazy. Right. So, um, look, we are just like you, okay? We are um, a locally owned business. And we have local people doing local things. That's what we do. What is happening right now is um, we've sort of moved into the phase of the coronavirus pandemic where, you know, we got into that reopening phase. And then, um, you know, know, it's like it's just sort of gets closer and closer to you. Like by the next week, then it's like, okay, well, the first person I knew that had to self-quarantine. Okay, the first person I knew that had it. Now they're recovered. Now um, what we're seeing in a lot of different workplaces and businesses is, you know, shutdowns or self-quarantined uh, situations where you have someone um, in the building who gets a positive test. So your boy Rob is at home. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it, it is not glamorous. I would love to tell you that um, Sarah is cooking me a cream cheese omelet <laughs> one room away and <laughs> delivering me espresso, but I got a protein shake and um, some medicine, and I made it to my desk in my office. So there you go. Uh, but Bernie's back, and we are excited. That I mean, Bern, just that. Yes. Enough oh, to be thrilled okay. about. So I you just you. like, oh, oh, you really did miss me? Of, of course. Okay. You know? Well, I, mean, I don't know. The cream you know, without the sugar, you know. Oh. I mean, that's us, Robin Bernie. You know? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, so let me ask you a question. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start calling you Fumble. That's your <laughs> new nickname that I have for you. Hey, Fumble, Fumble, Kirkpatrick. All right. So it's not funny yet. Okay, like, it's wait, be it's funny. still not funny. Okay, I've this been laughing for days. Around two o'clock. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can laugh about it. And actually, I got a really good compliment from Sarah yesterday. We kind of laying down to go to sleep. Uh-huh. And she was like, I'm very impressed that you haven't been complaining. So, <laughs> is this what you want me to do? Would you want me to tell the universe what happened to me this oh, weekend? in every wonderful detail. Because I, re- I was really sad at first, and I was very worried. But mm-hmm. then, you know... Since I don't have to deal with the pain, I'm okay <laughs> oh, with you. it. <laughs> you know, you just have to come sometimes sit back. I think I texted you, you know, what's life if mm-hmm. it's just not interesting? You right. Know, if, you, if you get a new chance to do something new and, you know, you try to figure out something. If you guys will remember when we you know, first got the news about the pandemic, at the same time, my daughter had a ruptured appendix. And so, like, I almost didn't have the bandwidth to worry about coronavirus. Yeah, because you were so Because I was worried about my own child. Yeah. So let's fast forward all this time. We have been healthy. Thank God. Right. We have been taking precautions. Thank God we have been able to. We have understanding jobs that, you know, are really, you know, cared about our safety first and foremost. And that's what we've been doing. Okay. So I was actually headed over to New Orleans on Saturday to visit uh, my grandmother who's ill and is that's when I got the call that, you know, we had someone who tested positive, so I needed to self-quarantine for 14 days. No. So I had to make the decision to turn around and come back. You know, it, it's not the decision I wanted to make. And truthfully, you know me, Burn. I almost drove two and a half hours there to stand in her front yard and wave at her. I mean, right. just... I just needed that. Well, who doesn't? Um, Everyone does. You know, I didn't. I I said, Rob, come on, that's stupid. Just put it off for 14 days and then go and spend a few days. So anyway, so I come back. Um, My wife has the kids occupied. They're off somewhere. And um, I'm like, all right, well, I guess if if I'm going to be here again, Mm -hmm. you know, working from home and everything else, I need to Lysol everything. And I'm talking anything that was not moving, it got. And I'm not even a Lysol wipe guy. I am a spray Lysol, Mm -hmm. let it sit, and then wipe it up type guy. Mm -hmm. So it occurs to me that I have never wiped the alarm keypad. It's right inside the door from the garage, you know, where you set the alarm, where you turn the alarm off. And I'm thinking, gosh, you know what? We touch it when we walk in. We touch it when we walk out. I mean, like that that thing has to be full of germs. Okay. So I, I sprayed that thing down. I doused it with Lysol. And when I went to go wipe it, all the smoke alarms in my house start going off. They're all tied in together. So I start hearing this. Attention. Fire. Fire. 
attention, fire. You know, in this thing, which is, which I'm always like, that's never going to wake me up, by the way. I need something loud and piercing, but instead, it's Jake from State Farm right. in the hallway saying, it's a fire, get it's out. It's a fire, fire, get out. Yeah, you know what it sounds like at my house? It's like, oh, Bernie. Your steak is done. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So anyway, I walk over and I and they you know they come through the the alarm company comes through. Tell me, do you have an emergency? And I said, no, false alarm. I was wiping the key panel thing, whatever. Right. And uh, total and humiliation, right? Total. And you know, so I'm already like, of course, I'm that person. I'm gonna have that notch on my <laughs> alarm company record now. Right. So you know, I. I go about my business. I actually sure. come into the office. I have a bunch of equipment I have to set up Makes so I can sense. do the show live. I mean, I'm just yeah. doing all this stuff. Now, one thing you got to know about Rob, especially during the summertime, is if I'm inside the confines of my house, I am probably not wearing pants. It just, <laughs> it's hot outside. I, there was no one home oh, at my house. Heck. Okay. So I'm putting everything together. Yes, I'm just wearing a t-shirt and boxers, and I'm just kind of cruising <laughs> along. I have some music on, and I hear sirens in the distance what? and they and you know and i don't even think about my house okay i'm thinking well, what's going on somewhere okay? right yes and um so they get closer and they get closer and they get closer <laughs> and then i hear them get so loud and then stop and i think great actually that's not the word i said but right i said right. a word and then i said right great. they're in my they're in my driveway uh-huh but Rob is still not wearing pants at this point. Okay, As so, I like to refer to you, Rob Sans Pantalones. Yes, yes, yes. definitely. Yes. And so, um, so, so what happened, Rob? Well, I sprinted over to my room to get some right. shorts. And when I made the corner, there's like a hallway between my living room and my bedroom. Right. When I made that corner, the snap, the crackle, and the pop so, like, happened you, in you, my foot. You actually heard it. Oh no! I heard it. I felt it. I. I mean it. Oh, I dude! Knew it was the real deal. But re remember, the fire truck's in my driveway. Right. So I'm right. not really thinking about it. I'm actually just trying to get to them before they start, you know, getting the hose well, out. Yeah. You know? So I put on some shorts and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I can hardly stand up. But whatever. I go outside, burn. The firefighters. You know what? God bless them. Yeah. They are already in head-to-toe gear with oh. the oxygen tanks. Oh. It's 100 degrees. Oh, man. And they're running towards me, and I'm like, no. It's, it's okay. okay. <laughs> I hit it by accident. And, you know, they kind of calmed down, and I'll be honest. Maybe this is why I can't be a firefighter. Because okay. if I did all why. that, and then someone told me it was a false alarm, I would be like, you're an idiot. <laughs> what did you do that for? Well, dude. Anyway, I you mean, sort of feel like you're crying wolf. Right. And, but then again, they were like, it happens all the time. They were actually very happy that my house wasn't on fire. Like, mm -hmm. you know what? It's better than the alternative, Mr. Kirkpatrick. Okay, fine. Well, then I walk inside and it hits me that I can't stand up my foot. So, oh, long story short, went to get treatment. I have had that nagging injury, which I think was probably just a hairline fracture that yeah. finally just blew itself all the way out. Okay, now can we pause for a moment, and can mm -hmm. I just jump into this this storytelling scheme, you, as I call like it? like you're going to, yeah. Um, because what did big old Mama Bernie tell you weeks and weeks ago, along with your sister-in-law? Now, know. what did we tell you, Rob? There was I, a hairline fracture, yeah. and being a gal... I went through this, I don't know, 10 years ago, and I'm like, oh, my foot hurts. So I just let it go and let it go and let it go. 
then I had to wear this thing called the boot. And what mm -hmm. did I tell you? I know. You've been wanting me to wear the boot every day. I, I know. know. And so did and your sister-in-law. I would have been wearing the boot, yeah. I probably wouldn't have heard it. Right. Okay. I just wanted to thanks make that clear. Thanks for rubbing it in my face <laughs> at 621 in the morning. So are you tell? so did you, I mean, you did go outside fully clothed, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure foot, about that. Yeah, yeah. Poor thing. Hey, like no joke. I know we're kind of teasing about it right now, but dude. You sent me that x-ray, and I cannot even imagine how yeah. painful that must be. It, it kind of makes me nauseous just thinking about is it. Your, is just, your toe going to fall off now? Uh, I hope not. It's it's bound up so tight right now, I can't even see my yeah. toe. But, so what know. happened? Because we didn't talk about this yesterday. Is it in the giant cast or something? What Or what's no, the deal? I actually, uh, I actually have to go to an orthopedic surgeon today. Oh, <laughs> no. The place where this is, I'm, I learned a lot. Mm -hmm. They call it a Jones fracture. And well, who is Jones? Fracture, I don't know who he is okay. or she is, uh -huh. but it's basically the last bone in your foot. Like, you think about your pinky toe. Right. That bone goes all the way up into your foot, and it holds the majority of the weight you put on your foot. Uh -huh. So it is that bone that is in half currently. Oof. And um, and it really is. Like, it's it's. I yeah. feel so bad for you, man, when I saw it. Because at first I was like, okay, he had a little stress fracture before. <laughs> and I, I was know, like, it, could, it can't be that bad until I saw it. And like Brett and I were like, uh, oh, oh my God, dude! I was, so, I'm seriously still afraid your toe's gonna fall off. I will. I don't think it's gonna fall off. I right? think it's gonna be okay. Might have all to right. have surgery to get a pin. We'll see. But um, anyway, so that's all right. See, the universe mm -hmm. it works itself out. That is like my motto. You know how I am. I don't push things too hard unless I like. Unless it's something I really believe in, sure. okay? Right. But you know what? Sometimes when a situation is set down in your lap, you have to sit back and think, okay, mm -hmm. well, what are the, you know, we, we talk about unintended consequences a lot. Well, right. What are the unintended benefits? And guess what? I was not happy about having to do my show from home. <laughs> not that it was anyone's fault. It's safety, you know? We want to yeah, make sure no. everyone the building yeah. stays safe and everything else. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, if I had to come into the station, my wife would have to drive me at four o'clock in the morning and like that that's mm, impossible. So I actually yeah. probably would have been Ubering. But anyway, so I'm here. We're here with you. It's another week. Uh we have entered the second week of July. What? Um which it's weird. I was riding yesterday and I was thinking, Oh my gosh, we're in the second half of the year already. I know. The first half of the year was such a waste. You know, and and I guess maybe it's not a waste because I guess well, we did learn a lot of lessons. But it, it just seems like we've just been on pause for so long. Right. And um Brian, if these cases keep doing uh, what they're doing, I wouldn't be surprised if we pause again because... Don't say that. I'm just Don't saying, ever say it. Texas Don't is say trying it out loud. to do it right now I in know. some of these areas. I know, and I get now, it. Maybe it doesn't need to be statewide. Maybe it just needs to be, you know, if you if you have some big issues. Issues, yeah. You know, but... Mm -hmm. um, Anyway, it is very nerve-wracking. It is. Um, someone called in um, who works in the medical field. Um, I guess I get confused with my days. I believe it was on... Friday-ish? Friday. No, okay. maybe it was on Thursday. Yeah. No, 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 You're right. <laughs> it was Friday. Kevin Bordelon filled in on the Moon Graffon show, and someone called nice. in and said, look, it's just about common sense, yes. okay? Like, just, you know, 
fight about it later. Just yeah. argue about it later. But let's just think about some things that your mama taught you when you were two years old. And that is to cover your mouth when you sneeze, yeah. to wash your hands, to you know be careful when you touch things. And she goes, and that's where, where we are. You're seeing a mortality rate that is dipping, and it's because we're learning more about it. Doctors right. are learning how to treat it. Um, on that note, though, and then we'll take a quick break. Um, Jackie Russo is going to be joining us in the next hour, um, mm-hmm. as she does for Brand Buzz. But we're going to talk a little bit about something different, and that is two brothers. Um, the family is from the Acadian area. Um, they're young guys. One's yes. a freshman in college. One is a senior in high school. Yes. Um, both with terrible bouts with this coronavirus. One of them has been transferred over to New Orleans. Yes. Where... Um, it's not looking good. Uh, it's sort of kind of a last-ditch effort to sort of get his body back mm-hmm. to, you know, yeah. to living. And, um, and But we're going to hear about them because mm-hmm. I think it is so easy, I think, for people, especially with this COVID-19, to say, well, it can't happen to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't fit in this category. I don't. These kids don't fit in the category. Any of the categories you've heard about, I'm sure maybe we'll learn more as time goes on about what maybe some of their risk factors were. But um, we're going to talk about it and also, you know, kind of renew their call for convalescent plasma that they are looking for for uh, with someone with B negative blood. So we're going to talk about them um, coming up. They're uh, the Lemaire brothers, and um, and we're going to talk about that. But I mean, it's just another reminder, kind of right in our face, that. You know, this is a real deal that we're dealing with, and though it's not the end of the world, uh, there are things you can do to protect yourself and protect those around you. So yep. we'll talk about all of that and more coming up on Acadiana's Morning News. We're back with more after this. Implicit bias. We've all got it. Many hurl the term as an insult. I take it as a compliment. I'm Kavon Bordelon, and I like being a Catholic, conservative, fun-loving guy. So let's talk about that and everything surrounding those ideals. 11 a.m. Saturdays, Implicit Bias on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Phone lines are open. Call the show at 232-1542. 232-1542. Then listen live anytime with the free KPL News app. Free in the App Store or Google Play. It's the bottom of the hour. Now the top stories from KPL965.com. A West Monroe man is still on the run this morning after firing shots at a Louisiana State Police trooper. It happened just after midnight on Sunday when the trooper tried to pull over 31-year-old Errol Johnson. A short chase then happened, and that's when Johnson stepped out of the vehicle, shooting at the trooper. He ran from the scene. If you have any information on the whereabouts of Errol Johnson, contact Louisiana State Police. Tort reform advocates say the recently passed legislation will lower auto insurance rates 10 to 15 percent. But how do we get that number even lower? One Bugalusa representative has an idea. About 13% of Louisiana motorists are uninsured, a number many feel is partially responsible for our sky-high auto insurance rates. Representative Melinda White says increasing the minimum wage would lower that number because right now the working poor can't afford auto insurance at or near $7.25 an hour. You have to choose between that, medicine, clothing, children, putting food on the table, keeping a roof over your head. She says those uninsured drivers then get caught and hit with hundreds and fines. And then they get caught in that vicious cycle of fees and fees on top of fees. I'm Matt Doyle. If you've had significant exposure to a person with COVID-19 but still test negative, should you go back to work before the 14-day quarantine ends? Health experts say no. Oxner infectious disease specialist Dr. Sandra Kimmerly says if you get exposed and immediately seek a COVID test, the answer may not be helpful. 
if I get tested today or tomorrow, and even maybe four days from now, the probability is that I will test negative. Significant exposure is having contact with a COVID-positive person within six feet for longer than 15 minutes. Kimberly says that's because the virus can take days or even a week to build up in your system, enough to actually be detected by current tests. The virus needs time to enter the next passages, replicate, have enough virus present to be detected. So if you're asked to self-quarantine for 14 days, a negative COVID test does not release you from that quarantine. And on the topic of testing for COVID, the recent increase in demand for testing as cases surge in Louisiana has Oxner announcing they will no longer test non-symptomatic patients. We, like everyone else in the country, are experiencing significant challenges getting these testing kits. Kimberly says they're saving those kits needed for symptomatic patients in urgent care and emergency room facilities. The AARP of Louisiana is sounding the alarm on long-term care facilities and their inability to take basic COVID-19 precautions. Kevin Barnhart has the story. AARP State Director Denise Boncher says congressional action is needed to make sure facilities are regularly testing and have the appropriate PPE. We learned a few weeks ago that a third of Louisiana's nursing homes were non-compliant with regular testing of residents and staff. Boncher says without swift action, the issue will only continue to get worse. More than 50,000 residents of nursing homes and other long-term facilities are dead from COVID-19, and the death toll continues to mount. I'm Kevin Barnhart. Governor Edwards is expected to sign a bill placing an 8% tax on net revenue from online fantasy sports wagering. Crowley Representative John Stefanski authored the legislation and says after it is signed into law, the Gaming Control Board then has the ability to set the rules. They'll have to decide if they're going to do that and when they're going to do that. And then the second thing is from a revenue department standpoint, they have to get set up to be able to accept the revenue. In 2018, voters in 47 of the 64 parishes legalized fantasy sports betting and have been waiting for lawmakers to pass the tax component in order to win cash prizes with services like FanDuel and DraftKings. Stefanski says those companies are standing by, ready to implement regulation. They can look to another state and, and grab a similar structure, so they're ready to go. It's really, in my opinion, Gaming Control Board giving us the green light, and, and I think that the big players are going to be are going to be ready to hit the ground running. Stefanski believes those that want to participate in fantasy sports with the showdown between Drew Brees and Tom Brady in the first week of the NFL games this year should be good to go. I'd be very disappointed if this is not available for, for week one of NFL. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be. And now news making headlines around the country this morning. I'm Rob Kirkpatrick on Acadiana's Morning News. Dozens of scientists say the coronavirus is now airborne. The New York Times reports that over 200 scientists from around the world have signed on to an open letter to the World Health Organization arguing the disease can be transmitted through small particles that travel through the air. The WHO maintains that the virus is primarily spread through larger droplets expelled when an infected person sneezes or coughs. If the virus is airborne, it could linger in the air longer and infect those who breathe it in. 
A top elected official in the Houston area is advocating for a stay-at-home order. This happening just down I-10. On ABC's This Week, Harris County Judge Lena Hidalgo says things would be better right now if the area stayed shut down for a longer period of time. She said governments sending mixed messages has not been helpful. Meantime, Hidalgo says she hopes those in Harris County will follow the governor's mask order. Several states are reporting record high numbers of COVID-19 cases. Florida reported another 10,000 cases yesterday on the heels of a record 11,445 new cases reported on Saturday. Cases are also soaring in Arizona, California, and Texas and trending higher in many other states. The CDC recorded more than 57,000 new cases and 661 deaths in the U.S. as the U.S. marked the 4th of July. Police in South Carolina are investigating a nightclub shooting that left two people dead and eight others injured. The Greenville Sheriff's Office says deputies responded after hearing gunfire and seeing people running from the lavish lounge club in Greenville around 2 a.m. on Sunday. All the injured were taken to the hospital in various conditions. No reports of any arrests so far. Plans for a natural gas pipeline to run down several East Coast states are being scrapped. Dominion Energy and Duke Energy announced they've called off the Atlantic Coast Pipeline development because of continued legal challenges. The 600-mile pipeline would have carried natural gas from West Virginia to North Carolina. Labor Secretary Eugene Scalia says he's hopeful the economy will bounce back quickly. On Fox News Sunday, heard right here on KPL, Scalia said there are signs that point to a V-shaped recovery. He says expectations have been beaten recently, including last week's jobs report. However, Scalia warned the country needs to keep a watchful eye on the coronavirus and its effects. And finally, an Illinois auto museum has no plans to remove the car from TV's Dukes of Hazard because it features the Confederate flag. The head of the Volo Auto Museum says the General Lee car displayed there is part of history. He noted people of all races and nationalities enjoy the display because of the show and they're not offended. The car is reportedly the last surviving 1969 Dodge Charger used in the first season of the series. Get ready to start another work week. It looks like conditions going to be a little bit on the wet side. You're going to have soggy conditions across Acadiana, mostly cloudy skies. We're going to have showers and a few thunderstorms thrown in the mix as well. Nothing that looks like it's going to be overly aggressive, but you could end up with maybe a strong thunderstorm or two. An inch or two of rainfall over the next couple of days. Some localized flooding may be a little issue, but however, not expecting any kind of major widespread event. Just kind of a wet couple of days here. Becoming a little more scattered by Wednesday and then more or less back to your summer norms by the time we get to the end of the week and on into the weekend. In the meantime, the temperatures will sit in the mid-80s today. We're up at about 85 degrees for your high. Winds coming from the west at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Overnight lows tonight going to get down into the mid-70s. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, 76 degrees here at the KPL Studios. Weather. Brought to you by the T.J. Martell Foundation. Join them in the fight against leukemia, cancer, and AIDS. Your support helps save more lives. Visit tjmartell.org to learn more. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. Right now, no traffic crashes, no breakdowns to report to you. Roll wealth safely at locksmith.com. You cut the cord. But with more people streaming during the lockdown, the streaming companies couldn't wait to raise your bill. Kim Commando with your Monday Consumer Tech Update brought to you by Simply Safe, the best security system, period. 
video doorbells, cameras, and monitoring. Go to simplysafekim.com. When cable and satellite were the only game in town, costs soared, service plummeted. When streaming arrived, cord cutting began. Now history is repeating itself. This time, it's the streaming companies. YouTube added new channels from CBS Viacom, but they've raised prices by a whopping 30% to 65 bucks a month. And that's the starter package. DirecTV is up by 10 bucks with no new channels. And here are some options. Look at Hulu Plus TV Live, 60 channels, cheaper than YouTube. Sling TV is the least expensive at 30 a month. Investigate carefully because now staying with cable may be the least expensive option. I'm Kim Commando. With so many of us working from home or helping our kids with homework, I want to make sure you have the right printer that's up for the task. The Epson EcoTank makes it easy. This printer has supersized, easy-to-fill ink tanks and comes with a ridiculous amount of ink, enough to print thousands of pages. No more rushing to the store or waiting for your online order to arrive to replace an ink cartridge in between print jobs. So kiss expensive ink cartridges goodbye because the Epson EcoTank printer is truly changing the way that people print. Go ahead and print all your work reports, task lists, and your kids' homework assignments in color, too. Printing quality is excellent. The Epson EcoTank makes it easy. Add it to your online shopping list so you can just fill and chill. The Epson EcoTank, available at Best Buy, Office Depot, Office Max Staples, and at Epson.com slash EcoTankKim. That's Epson.com slash EcoTankKim. Epson.com slash EcoTank. You. Steven. Steven. Why won't you call me? Steven, why won't you call me? Yeah. How come he doesn't call us? I don't know. We're the best. Huh. He doesn't call. He just walks over from what I hear. That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. Is Steve Pellick when you're with us? All right. Strange. It's kind of weird stuff today. All right. Um, <laughs> Wait, so what are you trying to, you're trying to tell me after all that he actually didn't call? Uh, no, like he didn't call us because he doesn't like oh. us. That's what I've heard. Oh, my goodness. Um, okay, so let's see. Um, Steve loves to talk about some so many different things, and um, and TV tends to be one of them. What about, <laughs> this isn't really an, an, an athlete situation, but um, what about this deal with Kanye West saying he wants to run for president? <laughs> Um, Steve, I'm, I'm so happy to hear your voice. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I'm going to ask you to comment on that first, and then we'll get into everything else that you're an expert about. So, well, yay for president. The, you know, the, the first thing <laughs> is it's four months away from the election, right? <laughs> and he hasn't, like, officially qualified. He just said, I'm running for president. I mean, yes. I mean, I could do that. Uh, yes. <laughs> the <laughs> second thing is, is that I'm watching some of the news, and they says, well, his... His wife is supporting him. Well, I don't care if you're the biggest Kanye fan, West, uh, the biggest Kanye West fan in the world, or you despise the ground that he walks on. You should expect his wife to like send out some support for him. If you know, I mean, you know, just say, look, you know, my my husband has no chance to win, but I got to support him in this. So you know, it's like yes. you know, I mean, I would hope that you know, if uh, if I would run for president, Melissa would say, well, you know. <laughs> Steve's off his meds, but uh, I'm going to support his run for presidency. I mean, it's so, 
Uh, you know, to, to, to me, it's, 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 it's kind of just that. Yeah. Kind of a, kind of a laughing matter. You know, I thought it was funny. I saw, you know, one of these analysts yesterday say, you know, Donald J. Trump, like our at real Donald Trump is the presumptive Republican nominee at VP Biden is the presumptive Democrat nominee. Kanye West has not filed anything and he's doing this just for news headlines. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's just what it is. I could believe okay. that, you know, they've had people before in the past. I mean, a, a name doesn't specifically come to mind right now, but you know, some, some celebrities that have, uh, you know, put their name in. Bozo the Clown. Uh, he ran yeah. several times. I was going to say, hello, President Trump. How many times before he actually yeah, ran did he, did he, ran? he exactly. was going to and never even filed any paperwork? Yeah, know? and they counted him out yeah. this last time. Yeah. And look what happened. But, I mean, there, there have been people that have actually filed, like, you know, like paperwork and stuff. So, you know, I mean, uh, I've always been of the opinion. And, of course, I know it actually takes money to file paperwork and, and stuff like that. I'd. I'd uh, I'd like to see if I actually ran for president if I get one vote because if I didn't, <laughs> then that shows that my wife didn't support me and then there would be an issue. Well, so you would at least have Melissa's vote. There's your one vote right exactly. there. Exactly. You'd, you'd get mine. I'll give you mine. Oh, you know. Oh, there you go. That's so um, nice. All right. So sports. Um, it's it's strange because we keep on. You know, I feel like I'm a broken record. It's almost like I'm not going to believe the MLB comes back until I see a first pitch. You know, like until. I actually see it all happen. Um, you know, much less football, which is kind of deep into the fall. Now we're talking about preseason games and what that looks like. Um, what are you hearing and what's the news? Because people are ready to get back to sports. Well, it's, it's you know, to be quite honest, and it could change, you know, on a dime, as, as you know, Rob. You know, right now it doesn't look overly promising. Mm -hmm. You know, the NBA, uh, you got a number of franchises that are, are, are shutting down uh, their uh, training operations and, and whatnot. And, it, you know, the the plan is for them to go to Florida, but we all know what's happening in Florida right now. There are a number of NBA players that said that they're opting out of the, uh, of the rest of the year. So, um, you know, unless something changes in the next couple of weeks, my guess, and again, it's only a guess because nobody knows, but my guess is that um, the NBA probably won't get started as they plan to do at the end of July. And the same thing with Major League Baseball. I mean, you got so many players right now that are opting out. You got a guy like Mike Trout, who's the best player in the game, and he just says he he feels uncomfortable with, uh, with with the start of the season. And you know, again, you got so many states like Texas and Arizona and and uh, and Florida, which are really reeling right now. So, uh, you know, is baseball going to start? My guess is probably not. You know, Busta only who does such a great job of covering baseball for ESPN. He made the statement last week. He said, um, you know, he, he says he thinks there's a 5% chance of Major League Baseball starting. He also said there's a 0% chance of Major League Baseball ending. So I mm -hmm. guess the question now on sports fans' minds, more so than anything, should probably uh, probably should be is football going to start on time? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. and that's what I really yeah. want to know. I mean, baseball's fine. Yeah. That's good. I know yeah. it has tons of fans. Yeah. But, uh, Bernie, that <clears throat> sounds like you hate watching baseball on TV. Oh, no. Why you got to hate baseball, huh, Steve? No. <laughs> I, I do. I'm, I mean, I, I think a lot of people are wondering what happens for, you know, college football? What happens with the NFL? I mean, no, no, yeah. I yeah. will say this. Okay. There's going to be a huge source of revenue that's gone, and that is the ticket sales, both in professional and college. However, 
the number of people who watched Hamilton over the weekend and got a Disney Plus subscription just to watch it. You know, as far as I'm concerned, let the university come up with their own platform. You want to watch an LSU game? You got to pay whatever, $20 to get the, the, the app and you can watch it on the app. They could probably still make money doing something like that because now we want it so badly. I mean, like I just, I just want a, I just want nachos and and a hot dog and and sit in some crowded stands and I'm so high up in the nosebleeds I feel like I'm gonna fall on the field. Like that's all I want in life, yeah. you know. And but you know what? I would do it. We've already talked to this show about my, you know, the lack of pants I normally have going on in my life. It'll be fun just to watch it at my own house too, in my own living room. Yeah. Well, let's just hope that, uh, you know, that uh, something positive happens here, Mm -hmm. you know, over the next couple of months. Because, uh, you know, look, I'm a baseball fan. I just am. Always have been. Always will be. Doesn't mean I don't love football. But, you know, look, there's a big difference between not having baseball and basketball as opposed to not having football. You know, if you don't have football. And, again, I'm I'm talking if. I'm still thinking positive and thinking that they will have it. But if they don't have football... That's that's a whole different animal. Yeah, it's mm. true. Very interesting. Hey, Steve Peliquin, uh, ESPN fourteen twenty. Sorry, I wasn't bored by your uh, wasn't bored by your commentary. It's just uh-huh. a little bit early for me. Okay, he's yawning. He's <laughs> yawning. So just, uh, just stop. You know, and I kind of forget sometimes that it's not just some friends talking. <laughs> I understand. Uh, it's six fifty three. Coming up, we're going to talk to Mitzi Bro from Vitalent. Thanks, Steve, for coming in. Our pleasure he's as the man. always. It's a big week for the race against um, the clock, and we are doing a big marathon blood drive. It's starting this wait. weekend, and uh, we're going to tell you more about it when we talk to Mitzi Bro coming up. On the show. Okay. 653 now at Newstalk 96.5 KPL. Last month, a guy named Jason Furman, top Obama regime economist, spoke to a bipartisan group of policymakers. He laid out what to expect when the economic shutdown is over. He predicted that they're about to see the best economic data in the history of the country. That's not good from their perspective. Now, many in the group couldn't believe it. They thought Professor Furman misspoke. But Furman has stuck to that forecast. He expects that as the economic lockdown passes, the American economy will come roaring back at an unprecedented rate. He says that we'll experience a steep and quick rebound, just like Trump has said, to counter the steep and quick shutdown. Now, Politico is reporting Democrats are dreading this, that they are spooked that an even a partial comeback will put Trump in the driver's seat for the November election. Now, think about this for a minute. Here we are. We're slowly coming out of an unprecedented economic catastrophe. Over 30 million Americans lost their jobs. Overnight, businesses had to shut their doors. Some may never come back. And what spooks Democrats? What are they dreading? Americans getting back to work because that'll make President Trump look good. I'm telling you, folks, these people are sick. These Democrats are pathologically sick. The country will recover from COVID-19. Democrats will never recover from their hatred. Just because you can write does not qualify you to be a best-selling author. And the same logic applies to identity theft protection. You may be good at monitoring your credit, but that doesn't make you an authority on identity theft. Data breaches, your personal information gets in the wrong hands. This becomes complicated stuff. Cyber criminals commit identity theft every day. Now, on your own, 
You could miss certain identity threats, like somebody taking out a payday loan in your name, for instance. Or your information stolen as part of a data breach put out there on the dark web for other cyber bad guys to use for their own selfish gain. Now, no one can prevent all identity theft. But let me tell you, LifeLock has the tools and the know-how to help you like no other. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Just go to LifeLock.com, promo code RUSH. That's it. LifeLock.com, promo code RUSH. 20. Home of the Rush Limbaugh Show in Acadiana. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Brobridge, Lafayette. The federal government is ready, willing, and able to help if asked. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. President Trump tweeted that in response to deadly weekend violence in New York and in Chicago. It hurts me that my youngest daughter is no longer here. That is Seven years that old. I would not be able to talk to her, hold her, Amen. tell her anything, her bedtime stories, not anything. Nathan Wallace's daughter, Natalie, was just seven, caught in the crossfire of a shooting while playing on the sidewalk among the 14 killed in Chicago over the weekend. A child was also killed in Atlanta. In Atlanta, eight-year-old Sicoria Turner was shot and killed while she and her mother were parked across the street from that burned-down Wendy's where Rayshard Brooks was killed. They say Black Lives Matter. You killed your own. That's her father. 75 shootings reported this weekend in Atlanta. We are doing each other more harm than any police officer on this force. Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms now says she will close down the occupied protest outside that destroyed Wendy's. Eben Brown, Fox News. There was a dip in new coronavirus cases reported over the weekend, but we're still averaging 50,000 a day in the U.S. Texas has seen record numbers. If we don't get our hands around this virus quickly uh, in about two weeks, our hospital system could be in serious, serious trouble. Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner on CBS Face the Nation. Hospitals in two counties there are full in Arizona. More than 3,000 hospitalizations on Sunday. It's the eighth consecutive day of record hospitalization numbers. ICU bed usage dropping slightly. However, it remains 89% full. Florida recorded more than 10,000 new cases of COVID-19 on Sunday, bringing the state's total to more than 200,000 for the first Time. That's Fox's Christina Coleman. America's listening to Fox News. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently, and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie-cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Normally in July, the Supreme Court is on break like Congress is now. 
But the coronavirus delayed this session, so the justices have eight cases left to decide. We may get a ruling or two today. One of the most closely watched outstanding decisions is over subpoenas requesting financial documents of President Trump. A Democratic-led House committee is requesting information about the president's financial holdings before he was elected. A separate challenge involves a subpoena from the New York City District Attorney for tax records. The justices have also not offered an opinion on the latest challenge to the Affordable Care Act's contraception mandate or a case about whether electoral college electors are bound to support the popular vote winner in their state's presidential election. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. A disaster in Idaho. Two small planes flew right into each other above Lake Coeur d'Alene. It's believed eight people were on board. So far, two bodies have been recovered. Six others are believed to be with all the wreckage in the water. No one is expected to have survived. In Maryland, a storm left a bunch of people injured. It started out as a birthday party, but ended with an unimaginable surprise when storm clouds gathered over Pasadena, Maryland near Baltimore. Party guests moved into a detached garage for shelter. But then, the very quick moving and brief weather event toppled a tree right onto the garage. First responders rushed to the area after the first 911 call Sunday afternoon and found six people still trapped in the garage amid the debris. All were taken out within 45 minutes, and 19 people were taken to hospitals. Other trees went down in the area during that storm, along with electric lines causing power outages. Salchi and Bresso, Fox News. On Wall Street, stocks could surge at the opening bell. Dow futures are up nearly 400 points after the long 4th of July holiday weekend, and we're also seeing stock markets overseas surging higher today. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Another hot day on tap today. Your full forecast is coming up from the KTC Storm Team 3 Weather Lab. It's Monday, July 6th. I'm Rob Kirkpatrick with your headlines. Fireworks shows in Acadiana went off without a hitch. That was despite the wet forecast. The rain held off until Sunday. Now all eyes turn to the Gulf, where forecasters are watching an area of disturbed weather. Now major development is not expected, but the system will determine our forecast for the week. That full forecast is coming up from the KTC Storm Team 3 Weather Lab. The Louisiana Department of Health says the number of coronavirus cases increased by about 1,900 over the weekend. The number of deaths increased by 10. There are 74 new patients in the hospital across the state, bringing that total to 926. A total of 3,180 people have died of the disease in our state. It's estimated that 43,026 have recovered. You asked and we got answers last week after the CDC admitted duplicate names in some of their COVID-19 data. We reached out to Dr. Tina Stefanski to find out if multiple positive tests for the same person were counted as multiple new cases. She said no, and that in Louisiana, it's actually a part of the standard review. You could read more of what Dr. Stefanski had to say now at kpel965.com. And if you have a question you want answered, email rob at kpel965.com. A second priest in the Diocese of Lafayette has tested positive for COVID-19. Sacred Heart of Jesus Catholic Church in Villeplatte notified their parishioners that their new associate pastor is suffering from coronavirus. Last week, a priest in Broussard tested positive, forcing all masses online until further notice. 
And finally, a car hit the Sonic restaurant on Ambassador Caffrey after an early morning crash on Saturday. It happened near the intersection with Cameron Street. A second car involved in the crash hit a nearby light pole. Lafayette police responded to the scene. One driver was ticketed. No injuries were reported. And impairment is not believed to be a factor. Get the headlines online anytime at kpel965.com and in our free KPEL News app. It's brought to you by Acadiana Restaurant Supply. Take us wherever you go and listen to your KPEL favorites wherever you are. It's free in the App Store and Google Play. Mostly cloudy skies with widespread showers and a few thunderstorms out there through the course of the day. Today, a soggy couple of days coming up here across Acadiana. Going to have wet weather today and tomorrow. Looking a little bit drier by the midweek and then even drier towards the end of the week and into the weekend. Temperatures today in the mid-80s. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. No traffic crashes, no breakdowns to report to you. Make sure you buckle up out there. nothing like the real thing because there's not a substitute mitzi bro joining us from vitalent well good morning of everything hey, mitzi, that we have figured out in this world we have put the man on the moon <laughs> but we don't have anything synthetic that can be used in place of blood and that's why things like race against the clock are so important 
It is. And, you know, pandemic or not, there's always a need. The need never stops. Every two seconds, someone receives blood. But I will say that this pandemic has made things a lot more interesting and a little bit more difficult to do what we do, but also gave us some new opportunities to help those coronavirus patients. Yeah, because it, it sounds like if you've had coronavirus and you donate blood, then there are antibodies. Is that how it works? Yes. So we are now testing every successful donation for the coronavirus antibody. So just to be sure, to be clear, we are not a testing facility. We cannot tell you if you have the active right. coronavirus. So if you're sick, don't come. But if, you know, a couple of months ago you weren't feeling real well and you tested negative for the flu and all that kind of stuff, and you are completely well and healthy now, when you come in to donate, we are going to test your blood. We added it to the panel of tests that we do for the coronavirus antibody. Within two weeks of your donation in an online confidential portal, you'll be able to see whether you're positive or negative for the antibody. And if you are positive, we're asking you from there to sign up to become a convalescent plasma donor where your plasma can be transfused to a critically ill coronavirus patient and your plasma will help them fight off the virus. Which is so amazing i mean imagine it's so cool it is you know that your blood whether it's you know okay there's been some sort of car crash or like you said some serious situation and someone is trying to fight this coronavirus that's right it really is amazing you know we know that blood saves lives i mean that's why it's not by talent that needs blood it's the cancer patients the newborn babies the organ transplant patients the, the core accidents, all of those folks actually need blood. But now we're taking it to another level of helping someone who the coronavirus is, is killing them. And your plasma can help them fight that virus off. And again, the, the objective is always to send these folks home back to their family. Gosh, you know, and you would hate to be in that situation, but it's just like, you know, we've always talked to you about this, Mitzi. You never know when you're going to need it, okay? Until you need it, that's when you are so thankful it's there luckily we have folks like by talent um we work so closely with you guys as as town square media and all the town square media stations you know to do something that is it's really big because you know stocking these shelves is so important and that sort of brings us to race against the clock it's something i've we've done i think this is the 12th year which is unbelievable and mitzi i know it's so much work on your part but it is so important. I know we we lead you know the whole region in in blood drives with this one, and it's because we have such great KPL listeners that take it to heart, that want to give back, and that come out and do it with us you know, during this big event every single year. That's right. This is the biggest blood drive in the state of Louisiana and the state of Mississippi, actually, and we rely on this blood drive every year to help us come out of that 4th of July holiday. So true to form, this past weekend, donations plummeted, but the use in our hospitals went up. And thankfully, we have this blood drive this coming Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, it starts Thursday at 7 a.m. in the morning until 10 o'clock that night, and then Friday and Saturday from 8 to 4. This blood drive is usually only two days, but we've extended it to three days, number one, to give everyone the opportunity to come out. And this is also going to help us uphold social distancing and keep everyone safe.
Wow. You know, it's just, I'm so happy that we can be a part of it. Um, we're going to be out there on Friday. There will be different stations out there along the way just to give updates. Is there some sort of goal that you have? Is there something we can you know, really shoot for if, if this is a successful drive, um, which it has been you know, for the last 11 years? So this year, it's, it's got to be the same, but I know it's different, and we want to get people to come out. Um, what are we shooting for for how much blood we can collect? So typically in two days, when we usually do this blood drive, we collect close to 700 pints of life-transforming blood, which is incredible. This year, we're hoping that we can, with things being a little bit different, we're hoping we can get close to that number. But with this third day, there is opportunity to collect over 700. So we're hoping to bust through that 700 mark and really make an impact on the blood supply because it has been difficult through this pandemic we haven't been able to do mobile blood drives like we typically do. And that, you know, that fear factor out there has kind of prevented some people to come. But this is 100% safe. Um, we have so many precautions in place, including mask requirements. So every donor and staff is required to wear a face covering. We're te- checking temperatures at the door. Um, you know, we're first line of defense is if you're sick or around anyone that's sick, Please don't come. Um, so I think we can collect over 700 this year. I really think it's possible. Oh, we got to do it. We got to try to do it. Yeah, we have to. We have to make it our goal, and we got to make this happen, y'all. You feel we it, do. and it's, it's feel really it. needed. Uh, yes, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> it's no. weird times all the way around. Why not just make this a, a once in a lifetime blood drive? Oh, I Gosh. think that's a good idea. You know what? I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be great, Mitzi Bro. We appreciate your time, Vitalant, located right here on Bertrand. You can find more information, Vitalant.org, and also on our website, KPEL965.com. Your blood can save a life. Listen to me one more time. Your blood can save a life, even multiple lives if you go the plasma route. And if you are one of those folks who have recovered from COVID-19, your convalescent plasma is even more valuable. Mitzi, we'll talk to you throughout the week as we're gearing up for the big race against the clock marathon blood drive. Thanks so much, Mitzi. Talk to you soon. Thanks so much. All, All right. right. It's 718 now. You know, it, okay, it, so it's what do you one think? of things. You, you think we can do it? You think we get that 700 mark? Oh, I think I think we're going to blow right through it. Well, and here's the thing. Like, some people, like, maybe they can't go on vacation this year or whatever, or they're looking for something, a different way to help. This is an easy way to help, and you, you it doesn't take any money to we help either. And, and you know what? We don't know. Um, there's a situation with two young guys yeah. uh, from Acadiana. We're going to be talking about it coming up on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I just think, I just think it's one of those small things you can do. You have the time on your hands, you know, I mean, yeah. even if you are, you know, going back to work, we know things are a little bit different right now. And, um, and I don't know a boss in Acadiana who would say, no, you can't go donate right. blood and, uh, you know, take that hour, go give back. And you know what? And if they do, you give them a call because I will trash them so hard on the radio. I'm just kidding. I know there, I know there are some some businesses that need people, but you know what? Make the time, find the time, and you can help us out. We have more information, of course, at kpel965.com. Quick break here, Burn. And if you don't mind, when we come back, a quick KPL topic train. Oh, Does that work out? I think that sounds like a fun thing. I'm going to update traffic real quick, and then we'll be back. Okay. So we do have a fender bender that's been. Re- reported this morning south richfield at golden grain road that's south richfield 
at Golden Grain Road and our traffic update being brought to you by the folks over at Eat Lafayette. You can see a list of all of these wonderful restaurants at eatlafayette.com. It's a way to showcase wonderful food in our area. And of course, you can get a bunch of it delivered right to your home. Let's celebrate our local eateries with eatlafayette.com. I'm Brandon Como, and you're locked into KPL. Get my take on the day's biggest stories alongside Shannon Wilkerson. Offsides, weekdays at 4 on News Talk 96.5. The KPL Topic Train is running right on time. Driven by Bruce Hart Poche, LLP, Certified Public Accountants. All right, it is 722 now at Newstock 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to Acadiana's Morning News. Bring it. Rob and Bernie here with you. Rob, uh, from the comfort or discomfort of uh, my yeah. guest bedroom. It is definitely the discomfort, poor thing. The well, boy but, broke his foot. Yeah. It was in a crazy, what, fishing slash dancing accident or something? No? Okay, I'm not going to lie, Bernie. Uh-huh. You know what I didn't tell you as part uh-huh. of that last? And oh, it's actually because I Lord. sort of forgot about it. Uh-uh. I was in such pain, and you know you can't like walk into an emergency room right now. You right. got to go, they yeah. got to test your temperature, the whole make bit. sure you're all good, and then like the emergency room's divided into two. There's like COVID patients and then everything else, and of course I was in the everything else category. So the woman, uh, she's so nice. Uh, her name was Darlene, and she was the cutest. And she goes, what? You just had too much fun grilling today because it was on the 4th of July, okay? I said, actually, no, I have a stripper pole in my backyard. And uh, it just sort of came out. And, like, her face, like, really changed. And then she just busted out laughing. <laughs> then I remember that this is the hospital where my wife works. And so I had to, I had to make sure to calm things down to make sure, like, don't tell Sarah about that joke. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So, um, uh, you freak. It's maybe just a little bit, hits a little bit too close to home. Um, but a new survey says 46% of people who are working from home remotely roll out of bed about 10 minutes before they have to start. Wow. Love it. <laughs> so, what do you, you do? Um, well, today was the first day I rolled in an office chair. Yeah. I did that. Okay. That was um, fun. I would say I was a solid 30 minutes though before. Okay. You know, well, that's not I had bad. gotten a bunch of stuff done last night. So, you know, about 30 minutes before. Okay. But it goes into the being able to work 24-7. See, why am I going to make myself get up so early when I can actually get some work done before I go to sleep? You know, it's work smarter, not harder. There you so go. So say allegedly. I would wake up, but if I was doing that from home, it'd be the same thing. Would you really? Oh, 10 minutes before? Oh, oh yeah, man. If I'm I could sorry. sleep another half hour, I would do it. You know, I you have know? a lot of nicknames from Serious Rob to Man with Four First Names. Yeah. But the one that fits me the most is Type A Rob, and that is I'm I don't I'm not a sleeper in her, and I'm most likely already like have a little bit of anxiety about what I have to do during the day. Ten yeah. minutes before my alarm goes off, <laughs> so I've got to get up. Like I just I got to start the body moving. It's a little bit harder on crutches, you know. Right. And I'm gonna need some armpit um, massages whenever I see you again. Okay, because you're freaking I'm in, me out. I am in pain from the crutches. <laughs> Anyways, um, 75% of us yeah, say yeah. we're taking extreme measures to avoid germs. Here are the top 10 things we're doing. Okay. Um, washing hands, of course, for at least 20 seconds. That's great. Not making any contact with delivery people. Okay, I know people have been having things delivered to their house, yeah. and they're actually leaving it outside for longer, hoping that the outside and the sun and yeah. everything kind of disinfects it. Cool. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, but oh. you know what? We just spray ours. That's what we do. Burn. We have a no, little... No surprise, because you basically spray me with the Lysol okay, when I'm, I'm sitting freak. in the building with you. I have been a freak for, and yeah, I've about the last you. 10 I've years. Said, yes. I've said, fine, spray me with the hey, Lysol. Don't spray lie. Me down. Don't lie. You know you like it, because you know it's like some sort of weird dance fighting thing for you. <laughs> like you're trying to do the whole flash dance thing in the office. Yeah. You know, in with the, the water. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but hey, look, on a serious note, we have a little, um, it's like a little table. It's not like a, it's not really a table. It's one of those kind of, oh, what do you call it? Like it's a pedestal. Got, it's like a little well, pedestal. Kind of, yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. And stop stalking me at my house and putting things I in my know. mailbox. You and Sarah <laughs> are hilarious, okay? It's so fun. You know, Could you deliver dinner tonight? Well, we used to honk at you when we had to pass by your house. Now we don't have to pass that way anymore, I so know. I just now just leave money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't call me. Right? I want um, some dinner. I want some dinner later. <laughs> um, we are avoiding touching our faces. Now, I'll tell you, Bernie, I'm failing at this one because yeah. breaking news. I still have not shaven. Oh. I still have the Caleb Morse memorial beard Ooh, going on right now. Well, I, I shouldn't say memorial so, because it's yeah, that, not dead. Yeah, that sounds right. Monumental beard. But I'm really proud of you uh-huh. because, you know, we've tried. How many times have I been supportive? At least three or four times, right? Mm-hmm. And you have never, ever, ever, ever have you gone more than maybe, I don't know. I can't make it. Four days. I can't make it. And We're now. now at probably yeah we're definitely over two weeks the studio audience totally Thank loves you. it rob By the they way, love i just you. sent you a text i just took a picture of myself and oh, i sent you a text you, to myself is it you so you dance can see it. fighting no it's of the beard oh um, but no so here's the deal i can't stop oh, touching my you're face so pretty because of the beard so okay so go. are you rubbing that oil stuff in that he told you to okay yes, i'm just making oil. sure okay right. let me get through this list Barney. you keep distracting list, me i'm sorry um, sir we're going grocery shopping alone we are crossing the street if we see other people walking <laughs> towards us so we cross the street good <laughs> we lord are, see that's obviously not here boo y'all know we're driving even if we're going two blocks mm-hmm. um it's too hot here wiping down door handles walking in the middle of the road to avoid people i have seen that actually happen with people exercising in yeah. the neighborhood yeah um by wiping down shopping carts wiping down every surface in the house and cleaning phones with Look, antibacterial wipes i think those are all good things all good you know nothing wrong with that and uh you know just don't don't go overboard don't get weird about it you know well some people they weren't doing enough to start with, so those well, okay, need those to go overboard. Okay, those people should probably go overboard. Y'all need to. Yeah, All right. Yeah. 728, your bottom of the hour headlines are coming up on the show, and then we're going to talk to Jackie Russo. Yes. The Brand Buzz segment. Also talk about those uh, those two guys. Um, they are brothers. Both um, ended up hospitalized with COVID-19. One is on a BiPAP, which you know is like that one step below a ventilator. The other uh, transferred yesterday over to New Orleans. We'll get an update on his condition and how you can help and maybe help to spread the word about how we can help him. That's all coming up on the show, 729 now. Hey, it's Rob Kirkpatrick, and I want to tell you about a brand new feature at kpel965.com. Listen to every hour of every day of Acadiana's Morning News. Now, you need to just get up and listen to all the great interviews when they happen live. But maybe you're busy. 
Maybe you want to listen in your car in the afternoon. Go to kpel965.com, click on Listen Live, and then click Acadiana's Morning News. There you'll find a podcast brought to you by LABI, Louisiana Association of Business and Industry. That's kpel965.com. Oh. It's the bottom of the hour. Now the top stories from kpel965.com. A West Monroe man is still on the run this morning after firing shots at a Louisiana State Police trooper. It happened just after midnight on Sunday when the trooper tried to pull over 31-year-old Errol Johnson. A short chase then happened, and that's when Johnson stepped out of the vehicle, shooting at the trooper. He ran from the scene. If you have any information on the whereabouts of Errol Johnson, contact Louisiana State Police. Tort reform advocates say the recently passed legislation will lower auto insurance rates 10 to 15 percent. But how do we get that number even lower? One Bugaloosa representative has an idea. About 13% of Louisiana motorists are uninsured, a number many feel is partially responsible for our sky-high auto insurance rates. Representative Melinda White says increasing the minimum wage would lower that number because right now the working poor can't afford auto insurance at or near $7.25 an hour. You have to choose between that, medicine, clothing, children, putting food on the table, keeping a roof over your head. She says those uninsured drivers then get caught and hit with hundreds and fines. And then they get caught in that vicious cycle of fees and fees on top of fees. I'm Matt Doyle. If you've had significant exposure to a person with COVID-19 but still test negative, should you go back to work before the 14-day quarantine ends? Health experts say no. Oxner infectious disease specialist Dr. Sandra Kimberly says if you get exposed and immediately seek a COVID test, the answer may not be helpful. If I get tested today or tomorrow and even maybe four days from now, the probability is that I will test negative. Significant exposure is having contact with a COVID positive person within six feet for longer than 15 minutes. Kimberly says that's because the virus can take days or even a week to build up in your system enough to actually be detected by current tests. The virus needs time to enter the next passages, replicate, have enough virus present to be detected. So if you're asked to self-quarantine for 14 days, a negative COVID test does not release you from that quarantine. And on the topic of testing for COVID, the recent increase in demand for testing as cases surge in Louisiana has Oxner announcing they will no longer test non-symptomatic patients. We, like everyone else in the country, are experiencing significant challenges getting these testing kits. Kimberly says they're saving those kits needed for symptomatic patients in urgent care and emergency room facilities. The AARP of Louisiana is sounding the alarm on long-term care facilities and their inability to take basic COVID-19 precautions. Kevin Barnhart has the story. AARP State Director Denise Boncher says congressional action is needed to make sure facilities are regularly testing and have the appropriate PPE. We learned a few weeks ago that a third of Louisiana's nursing homes were non-compliant with regular testing of residents and staff. Boncher says without swift action, the issue will only continue to get worse. More than 50,000 residents of nursing homes and other long-term facilities are dead from COVID-19, and the death toll continues to mount. I'm Kevin Barnhart. Governor Edwards is expected to sign a bill placing an 8% tax on net revenue from online fantasy sports wagering. Crowley Representative John Stefanski authored the legislation and says after it is signed into law, the Gaming Control Board then has the ability to set the rules. They'll have to decide if they're going to do that and when they're going to do that. And then the second thing is from a revenue department standpoint, they have to get set up to be able to accept the revenue. 
In 2018, voters in 47 of the 64 parishes legalized fantasy sports betting and have been waiting for lawmakers to pass the tax component in order to win cash prizes with services like FanDuel and DraftKings. Stefanski says those companies are standing by, ready to implement regulation. They can look to another state and, and grab a similar structure, so they're ready to go. It's really, in my opinion, Gaming Control Board giving us the green light, and, and I think that the big players are going to be are going to be ready to hit the ground running. Stefanski believes those that want to participate in fantasy sports with the showdown between Drew Brees and Tom Brady in the first week of the NFL games this year should be good to go. I'd be very disappointed if this is not available for, for week one of NFL. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be. And now news making headlines around the country this morning. I'm Rob Kirkpatrick on Acadiana's Morning News. Dozens of scientists say the coronavirus is now airborne. The New York Times reports that over 200 scientists from around the world have signed on to an open letter to the World Health Organization arguing the disease can be transmitted through small particles that travel through the air. The WHO maintains that the virus is primarily spread through larger droplets expelled when an infected person sneezes or coughs. If the virus is airborne, it could linger in the air longer and infect those who breathe it in. A top elected official in the Houston area is advocating for a stay-at-home order. This happening just down I-10. On ABC's This Week, Harris County Judge Lena Hidalgo says things would be better right now if the area stayed shut down for a longer period of time. She said governments sending mixed messages has not been helpful. Meantime, Hidalgo says she hopes those in Harris County will follow the governor's mask order. Several states are reporting record high numbers of COVID-19 cases. Florida reported another 10,000 cases yesterday on the heels of a record 11,440 new cases reported on Saturday. Cases are also soaring in Arizona, California, and Texas, and trending higher in many other states. The CDC recorded more than 57,000 new cases and 661 deaths in the U.S. as the U.S. marked the 4th of July. Police in South Carolina are investigating a nightclub shooting that left two people dead and eight others injured. The Greenville Sheriff's Office says deputies responded after hearing gunfire and seeing people running from the lavish lounge club in Greenville around 2 a.m. on Sunday. All the injured were taken to the hospital in various conditions. No reports of any arrests so far. Plans for a natural gas pipeline to run down several East Coast states are being scrapped. Dominion Energy and Duke Energy announced they've called off the Atlantic Coast Pipeline development because of continued legal challenges. The 600-mile pipeline would have carried natural gas from West Virginia to North Carolina. Labor Secretary Eugene Scalia says he's hopeful the economy will bounce back quickly. On Fox News Sunday, heard right here on KPL, Scalia said there are signs that point to a V-shaped recovery. He says expectations have been beaten recently, including last week's jobs report. However, Scalia warned the country needs to keep a watchful eye on the coronavirus and its effects. And finally, an Illinois auto museum has no plans to remove the car from TV's Dukes of Hazard because it features the Confederate flag. The head of the Volo Auto Museum says the General Lee car displayed there is part of history. He noted people of all races and nationalities enjoy the display because of the show, and they're not offended. The car is reportedly the last surviving 1969 Dodge Charger used in the first season of the series. 
It's a wet, soggy couple of days across Acadiana. Going to be looking at some rainfall both today, tomorrow, and a little more scattered and broken up by Wednesday. Be on the lookout for a few thunderstorms to work their way into Acadiana, and over the next couple days could be talking an inch or two worth of rainfall. On again, off again, showers. Not going to be blanketing by any stretch, but it is going to be cloudy and soggy outside the next couple of days. Temperatures sit in the mid-80s and lows down in the mid-70s. Winds from the west at 5 to 10 miles an hour. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. We do have a reported fender bender. It's Highway 182 at Highway 96. Again, that's Highway 182 at 96. It's over in the Broussard area. Make sure you're buckling up. Keeping it safe out there. Our traffic update brought to you by the Positive Coaching Alliance. If you have questions about youth or high school sports, Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Find out more at positivecoach.org. I love when you program the music. You're nice, Robert. I do what I can. Do what I can. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hey, is Jackie Russo there? She is. Good she morning, Tina. Good morning. Hi. Oh, so the sun is out. I told Bernie it sort of just feels like a familiar old ride. I'm at home. Bernie's in studio. <laughs> You're on the phone. And, um, you know, it's just sort of the next chapter in this weird, strange book. It's sort of like uh, sort of like the Lord of the Rings books <laughs> to me. They, they just won't end, you know? But anyway, I know some people are fans, but I'm not You're one. not. <laughs> um, all right, Jackie Russo, uh, first of all, I want to start by talking about the LaMare brothers. We talked about them a little yeah. bit earlier on on the show. Um, there were uh, kind of a flurry of updates overnight. These are our two brothers. Both the, the families from the Acadiana area, um, daughters at Sacred Heart, sons at um, graduated from Turlings, and I, I'm not sure. I know there is a younger child as well, maybe at Turlings as well. Um, but now they are separated. They're in two separate hospitals this morning, one in New Orleans, one in Lake Charles. And the family is asking for all the prayers as both of them are suffering uh, from pretty serious uh, symptoms, one worse than the other, of COVID-19. Can you give us an update? And also tell us, we talked a little bit yesterday, but kind of uh, how you know this family and, you know, you've gotten to know the kids and the parents alike. Sure, great family. I mean, I think anybody who knows them knows that. Uh, so David, who graduated class of 19 from Turlings, is um, in the ICU on ECMO in New Orleans at Auctioner. Mm. And Jacob, who's a senior at Turlings right now, along with his twin sister, Emma, um, is in Lake Charles in the ICU. And um, both great boys, Michael coached them for baseball at Berkman's. Oh. And um, the two older sisters who graduated with David uh, played basketball with Maggie. So uh, yeah, our families were yeah. intermingled of uh, having their five in classes with my four uh, and just great people. And it's heartbreaking to watch. Uh, they put a call out yesterday for donors and got them, which is oh, thank God. awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's and okay. So now we can I know. Pray. Yeah. And we will continue uh, to pray and we will continue to do that. And, you know, we were talking earlier this morning, Jackie, uh, just in this, this hour about the importance of donating blood, and especially for those who do have the antibodies, 
because it does help people fight the coronavirus. Right. Right. Well, and you know, the, the challenge right now is even though the LaMares may have gotten the donations, they need so many people haven't gotten right. donations yet. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. all of those prayers are necessary. You talk about the worst possible scenario for parents to have two kids in ICU in two different cities. And because of COVID restrictions, they can't be at their bedside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So are they able to be with them at all, Jackie? Do you know? I don't think either hospital is letting visitors in, even wow. though um, Mark and Trisha are in the medical field. It's just, it's not safe right now. Well, I was about to say, it is too risky. Well, um, I think the story has, um, of the Lemaire brothers, it is definitely interest people and and i think people are kind of following what happens i know that um his parents have been updating people and i mean and you just see hundreds of comments of people praying and you know if you're a believer as i am i think that helps does it mean that there's a miraculous recovery i don't know i don't think any of us know um but hopefully it makes whatever happens a little bit easier for him and for the family so we will uh we will keep them uh in their prayers uh, what are their names again it's david and and jacob david and jacob lemaire if you uh, are someone who has a prayer list they need to be on it um we're gonna take a quick break here jackie we're gonna come back and have our regular brand buzz segment boy wanted to start there um you know, give give our best uh, to them if you talk to them. It, it's a hard thing to deal with. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Maybe it is a blessing that they can't be in both places because, you know, it would make it that much harder. So uh, we'll continue uh, to keep them in our thoughts and, of mm-hmm. course, bring you any updates as they happen. 746 now at News Talk 96.5 KPL. Quick break. We're back with Jackie Russo and Brand Buzz after this. It's your chance to give back to the community and possibly win prizes. Coming up with KPEL and the Vitalant team for the 12th annual Race Against the Clock Marathon Blood Drive. It's happening Thursday, July 9th through Saturday, July 11th. Go to vitalant.org for more information. Up now on 748, Robin Bernie with you this morning. And our guest, as always, on Mondays, Jackie Russo, and she joins us again. So, Jackie, there are so many um, success stories here in our own area and really business owners who have made some really hard decisions, but also have kind of had to make decisions about things that they had no idea how it was going to turn out, how it was going to be, how it was going to be received, especially in adapting to this new environment that, we in, uh, that we're in. Can you give us some sort of an update about what you're hearing, what, what maybe some of your clients are saying, or you're just hearing people are talking about business-wise right now? Well, we call it the pandemic pivot, and so many businesses had to make that starting March 15th. And what we're seeing is the ones who got in early um, immediately figured out what they could do differently to still stay in business have been able to survive. Others who couldn't find a way around it um, weren't able to operate with a public uh, base closed, uh, couldn't really adapt to work from home, have continued to struggle. And so it's really been a challenge that um, every business has faced and depending on how well they were positioned, some have been okay, and, and some, unfortunately, have not. There are a lot of uh, businesses who I think even pivoted to just 
trying to do something with less staff. Maybe the business owner themselves is now working again at the business, um, which isn't all a bad thing. You know, in a, in a lot of these situations, I've talked to some business owners who said, you know what, like we're sort of holding our breaths and knocking on wood, but you know, our loyal customer base continues to come. So it, it almost seems like the kind of golden ticket in this whole thing has been to identify who your loyal people are and let them to continue to patronize your business however they can, whether it's delivery, whether it's, you know, pickup and curbside. I know there are several even like gift shop type places who know they have the same people who come in regularly and figured out a way to do it in a way that they feel safe because that's a big part of it too. Maybe someone is allowed to come into your business, but they're worried about being around other people. Right. Well, that's why online is so important. And so, you know, every business at this point has to have a website or it's the equivalent of having an unlisted phone number and no business Mm -hmm. can succeed that way. Mm -hmm. Um, They have to have a social media presence to use that megaphone to spread the word. And I don't mean just start a page and abandon it. I mean, start it and nurture it, um, utilize it, read best practices, understand how to connect with people through it. Uh, and then they've got to find a way to still provide their goods and services from afar. And it's possible. Every business can do it. It just takes a little bit of imagination and gumption to figure out how to make the uh, adaptation. So what are you talking about this week in the blog specifically? Well, we've got a couple of things. Uh, first is Facebook. You know, there's a big push right now by some large corporations to uh, defund Facebook. And they're trying to do it because they want Facebook to start censoring and providing more fact-checking and really silencing some voices. And so it's an interesting fight to watch that happen, um, especially as we celebrate our country's freedoms and anniversary um, of independence to see other companies try to control each other. So mm. it's an interesting thing we're watching right there. And then um, speaking of freedoms in our country, you know, we have an election coming up on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And so it's been um, rescheduled from April to June and now July. And I think it's really important for everyone to remember that it's happening. If you're a registered Democrat or registered Republican, these are, these are party um, elections. And so you're voting for things within your own party but still important nonetheless, and I want to make sure that everybody gets out and votes. And judicial. There are, there are several judicial candidates, right. which, you know what, I think a lot of people go into these things especially, and they don't realize they're there or maybe just start to see, you know, signs kind of here and there. But you know what, it is important. Um, it's the presidential preference primary as well. So... Um, We'll know officially, you know, I mean, I think we're, I think we're pretty much down to Trump and Biden at this point, but we'll know a little bit more officially. And of course, we'll provide you updates on Saturday as well. All important, Ms. Russo. Absolutely. It's one of our greatest privileges in this country and everybody needs to exercise their right to vote. Amen. You are um, a big sports fan. It's no secret. Um, What do you make (laughs) of the renewed, um, 
conversations about the Washington Redskins. There's even the Cleveland Indians. Um, we had some sound in our newscast earlier on, and it was someone from the Cleveland Indians that said, look, two or three years ago, we removed the Indian face, you know, the face that had been the face of the Cleveland Indians. I forget what the name of the mascot was, but they removed it, so it just is the word Indians now. And, um, you know, people are talking about that, but, you know, not really far from that same conversation, there are a lot of people who, you know, put a racial, in, you know, um, inference or, or reference on Cajuns. Um, what do you make of that I, conversation? Look, I read an article this weekend. I read an article this weekend that the Saints have to change their name and their logo. To what? For why? Because it's religious? Well, um, I think that the uh, <laughs> the author of the article's issue was specifically the Fleur de Lee. Um, and so they wow. threw the name in there just to coincide with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, the Cajuns have this, not the same Fleur de Lee, but they also have a Fleur de Lee. The question is, where does this line end? You know, I think there's some big sweeping changes that have been asked for that are really great. Um, as we dig deeper and deeper and get further and further into the weeds, we cross a line from we're really doing something that should have happened years ago and we're being more empathetic and sensitive to past the point of political correctness and now to the point of it, it, we're trying to turn everything into gray. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I think the worry, though, is that is it is it largely symbolic still? Uh, we talked a little bit about the podcast. I think I, I told you last week about um, listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, and one of the things he said was that he was just ready for actual change. I mean, if they're right, what does taking a statue actually do? What does you know changing names actually do? Like actually on the ground with changes? And I think you know if that's what you're going for, that's what you're going for. But along the way if this stuff doesn't matter then sort of like why keep doing it right Mm. you know we we had a fascinating conversation last week about um other countries in the world and you know i still put america up there at the top of the list as being the greatest and so i'm not saying we're perfect i think we still have room for improvement no doubt about it i think we're as humans we will make mistakes and we need to learn and grow from them I don't think there's a perfect police officer. I don't think there's a perfect parent. Um, I think that everybody has to uh, find ways to continue to adapt. But I think our country is built to continue to grow and expand. It doesn't say you're guaranteed happiness. It says pursuit of happiness and land of opportunity. And, you know, I'm pretty darn proud to be a part of it. Yeah. Jackie Russo. You can find out more at brandrusso.com. Read the blog. Check out the podcasts. Also, Brand Builders Workshops. Hopefully, those maybe will be getting kicked up again, but you can find all the information. Brandrusso.com. Thanks, Jackie. Thank you. See you all next week. Absolutely. 7.56 now at News Talk 96.5 KPL. Another guy that does a lot of great work in our area, John Williams. He's going to join us coming up. And, of course, a reminder about the Race Against the Clock Marathon Blood Drive that's coming up starting on the 9th that runs the mm-hmm. 9th through the 11th. And I get to be at Vitalin on Friday. I'm so excited. And you're going to uh, 11 to 1 on yeah, Friday. Yeah, I'm excited. Thanks. Go All right. donate. Let Bernie even stick you with the needle. How about that? Uh, okay. Fox News commentary. I'm Jimmy Fallon, and Mike Tyson announced that he wants to make a comeback to boxing. Next. Time's running out to win $7,000 a week for life from Publishers Clearinghouse. Enter now at PCH.com and you could win $7,000 a week, week after week, for life.
Don't miss your chance to win because $7,000 a week for life is ready to be awarded on August 31st. Go to PCH.com and enter before it's too late. That's PCH.com. Better hurry if you want the next big winner to be you. Enter now at PCH.com. Entries due 826. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. So 53-year-old Mike Tyson announced on his podcast that he wants to make a comeback to boxing. First off, who knew Mike Tyson had a podcast? Although it makes sense because that guy can really chew your ear off. Anyway, I mentioned biting because Iron Mike is rumored to be in talks to fight none other than Evander Holyfield, the very man who beat him in 1997 by TKO. The 57-year-old Holyfield is looking to get back into the fight game at an age when most men are battling back pain. But as far as I'm concerned, this idea is already out for the count. Nobody wants to see two old guys attack each other. We had enough of that when Joe Biden debated Bernie Sanders. Both of them are 20 years past their prime and sure i love both of them in my youth but i also loved light up sneakers in my youth and you don't see me busting them out well not at work anyway i know we're all desperate for sports right now and it's been said that americans are so sad we'd even watch soccer i don't know if it's that bad because after all the paint is still drying but i'm gonna brush this fight off because if i've learned anything from going through my laundry during this lockdown it's that the last thing i need is another pair of old boxers that's your fox Get news the free kpl news app in the app store and google play news talk 96.5 kpel brobridge Lafayette. Kids caught in the crossfire. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. We are shooting each other up on our streets. That's Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms after an eight-year-old girl was shot dead over the weekend inside the car she was in. Shot and killed a baby. And it wasn't one shooter, there were at least two shooters. An 11-year-old boy was shot and killed in Washington, D.C. Two children aged 7 and 14 among those killed during a violent weekend in Chicago. And President Trump is offering to help fight the crime. Fox's John Decker, live in Washington. White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows on Fox and Friends reacting to the violence taking place over the holiday weekend in a number of large American cities. Meadows saying it's time that we make sure that our cities are safe and if the local police need help, we stand ready and we'll be there for them. At least 77 people were shot in Chicago, 14 of them killed, and at least 10 were killed in New York City. The president tweeting over the weekend that the federal government is ready, willing, and able to help if asked. Dave? Uh, John, the president just posed a question on Twitter. Has Bubba Wallace apologized to the great NASCAR drivers and officials who stood by his side only to find out the whole thing was just another hoax? He's referencing the news found in Wallace's garage at Talladega that ended up being a looped rope that had been there for months. The president added the hoax and the decision to no longer allow the Confederate flag at races has caused the lowest NASCAR ratings ever. Now, the president also tweeted that China has caused great damage to the U.S. and the rest of the world, presumably referencing the coronavirus, which is surging in a lot of states, including Texas. Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner told CBS Face the Nation. I would tell you a month ago, one in 10 people were testing positive. Today, it's one in four. Uh, the number of people who are getting sick and going to the hospitals has exponentially increased. Florida's cases have topped 200,000 in total. In Idaho, the wreckage of two small planes at the bottom of a lake the day after a mid-air collision. Two bodies have been found. Investigators believe six others were killed. America's listening to Fox News. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently. And other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No. 
Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Around the world, the coronavirus infection counts nearing 11.5 million. A surge in cases in India has moved it up the list now, third behind the U.S. and Brazil. And since there's no sign of it going away, there's even more attention being put on a vaccine and treatments. Food and Drug Administration Commissioner Stephen Hahn says it is still important for people to wear masks and keep their distance. On ABC's This Week, he added, while the effectiveness of drugs like remdesivir is being evaluated, so is the use of convalescent plasma. That's where you take the plasma from someone who's recovered and give that natural immunity to someone who is currently sick. Um, we're looking at whether that's effective or not. It appears to be safe. Hahn says he can't predict when a vaccine will be available, but he says the science leading to one is being followed. Gernal Scott. Fox News. Vanessa Guillen's remains have been positively identified days after being found in Texas. She was an Army soldier at Fort Hood, missing for months. Prosec I don't. I, I can't even cry anymore because I'm just so angry. That's her cousin Uriel. Vanessa Guillen's remains were hidden by a civilian who's charged. Another soldier at Fort Hood killed himself as he was being questioned in this case. Keelan Maxwell will soon leave a jail cell in New Hampshire, head to New York to face charges in the Jeffrey Epstein scandal. Prosecutors have told a judge they'd like to schedule a Friday court appearance for Jeffrey Epstein's associate on charges she helped him recruit women to sexually abuse. British socialite Delaine Maxwell has been detained without bail after agreeing to be moved to New York. Prosecutors say they expect the U.S. Marshals Service to transport Maxwell to New York early this week. Max Fox's Mary Corsetti Epstein died in jail in New York. It was ruled a suicide, but some have questioned that. On Wall Street, Dow Futures up nearly 400 points. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Another hot day on tap today. Your full forecast is coming up from the KTC Storm Team 3 Weather Lab. It's Monday, July 6th. I'm Rob Kirkpatrick with your headlines. Fireworks shows in Acadiana went off without a hitch. That was despite the wet forecast. The rain held off until Sunday. Now all eyes turn to the Gulf, where forecasters are watching an area of disturbed weather. A major development is not expected, but the system will determine our forecast for the week. That full forecast is coming up from the KTC Storm Team 3 Weather Lab. The Louisiana Department of Health says the number of coronavirus cases increased by about 1,900 over the weekend. The number of deaths increased by 10. There are 74 new patients in the hospital across the state, bringing that total to 926. A total of 3,180 people have died of the disease in our state. It's estimated that 43,026 have recovered.
You asked and we got answers last week after the CDC admitted duplicate names in some of their COVID-19 data. We reached out to Dr. Tina Stefanski to find out if multiple positive tests for the same person were counted as multiple new cases. She said no, and that in Louisiana, it's actually a part of the standard review. You can read more of what Dr. Stefanski had to say now at kpal965.com. And if you have a question you want answered, email Rob at kpal965.com. A second priest in the Diocese of Lafayette has tested positive for COVID-19. Sacred Heart of Jesus Catholic Church in Villeplatte notified their parishioners that their new associate pastor is suffering from coronavirus. Last week, a priest in Broussard tested positive, forcing all masses online until further notice. And finally, a car hit the Sonic restaurant on Ambassador Caffrey after an early morning crash on Saturday. It happened near the intersection with Cameron Street. A second car involved in the crash hit a nearby light pole. Lafayette police responded to the scene. One driver was ticketed. No injuries were reported. And impairment is not believed to be a factor. Get the headlines online anytime at kpel965.com and in our free KPEL News app. It's brought to you by Acadiana Restaurant Supply. Take us wherever you go and listen to your KPEL favorites wherever you are. It's free in the App Store and Google Play. Well, as we get ready to start another work week, it looks like conditions going to be a little bit on the wet side. Going to have soggy conditions across Acadiana, mostly cloudy skies. We're going to have showers and a few thunderstorms thrown in the mix as well. Nothing that looks like it's going to be overly aggressive, but you could end up with maybe a strong thunderstorm or two. An inch or two of rainfall over the next couple of days. Some localized flooding may be a little issue, but however, not expecting any kind of major widespread event. Just kind of a wet couple of days here. Becoming a little more scattered by Wednesday and then more or less back to your summer norms by the time we get to the end of the week and on into the weekend. In the meantime, the temperatures will sit in the mid-80s today. We're up at about 85 degrees for your high. Winds coming from the west at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Overnight lows tonight going to get down into the mid-70s. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, 76 degrees here at the Cape Hill Studios. Did you get your sleep number bed yet? Look, you need to get a sleep number bed. Why, Bernie? Why? Look, a sleep number bed allows you to fall asleep faster, to get a deeper, more restful sleep. And we all know there is so much going on all the time that that is exactly what we need. Wouldn't it be great if you had your own sleep number setting, meaning... You could decide how firm or how soft you want the mattress and you get your own number and your spouse gets their own number too. Yeah, you don't have to fight and argue over, well, my mattress is too soft or the mattress is just, um, it's not this, it's not, you don't have to do any of that. I love my sleep number bed. I slept like a rock last night. I slept great. Wake up in the morning. I feel refreshed. I feel rejuvenated. With a sleep number bed, you're able to de-stress because you're getting everything that your body needs. And you know how much sleep you get and the quality of that sleep, it does affect your immune system. So if you want to do something really great for yourself that is just pure comfort, you need to get a sleep number bed. And now, during the lowest prices of the season, you can save $400 on a Sleep Number 360 C4 smart bed, now just $1,299. This is the best bed. One of our friends, you know him, Joe. We talk to him all the time. They just got a Sleep Number bed, too. 
You need to go to the Sleep Number store right at the corner of Settler's Trace and Ambassador Caffrey. Right in the same shopping center as Whole Foods. You can even go to sleepnumber.com, check it all out, see all of the information. But I'm telling you, this is the best bed on the market. Get yourself a Sleep Number bed. Do it today. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. We still have some fender benders out there. Please watch out. Got a fender bender Ambassador Caffrey at South Bernard Road. That's Ambassador Caffrey at South Bernard Road. Another traffic tie-up in Broussard. This one happening a little bit earlier. It's Highway 182 at Highway 96. That's Highway 182 at Highway 96. Make sure that you're buckling up and that you're keeping it safe out there today. Just please be careful. Seven. It is coming up now on 8.13 on Acadiana's Morning News. And, of course, one of my favorite people in the world is Mr. John Williams, who is joining us on the line this morning. Hey, John, good morning. Can you hear us okay now? Yes, good morning. Good morning. I bet I had like four. I was jamming that. I was like, that's the best intro music ever. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) And look, it's all Rob's doing. He's so sweet because he's always putting in music that we both love. And it's just, yeah. it's fun. It's you know, super sweet. I got to tell you, music is one of those things. Like, I can tie it all. I mean, it's an emotion thing to me, okay? I can tie it all. Y'all want to know why Motown is my favorite in the morning? Why? And so when I was younger, and I would have to go to the orthodontist, you know, you have to go and get your braces tightened, whatever. <laughs> when I was there, it was a station, Cool 95.7 in um, in New Orleans, and th- it was all Motown in the morning. And so as I'm laying there, I just got to where I really love Motown in the morning. I, like, I, I'm not a fan at night, but in the morning, it's my favorite. Like, it just feels like... I don't know. think you're waiting for the dentist and it's like, you know, it is jamming. I can yeah, see. Exactly. <laughs> right? Can't y'all see him? Exactly. So anyway, John, uh, we're so happy uh, that you're on. And, and Bernie's been so excited about this new initiative you have going on. So, okay. So what year is this, though, for this particular drive for um, it's celebrating your son's birthday, but it's also for a good cause. So what year are we in? Uh, we're actually in our fifth year. Yeah. Uh, it's my my son is turning four, um, and um, it's his fifth annual Julian's Diaper Drive. Um, we started it. Uh, he's turning four, but it's his fifth because for the baby shower, we actually <laughs> did a diaper drive, a co-ed uh, baby shower, and it was a diaper drive um, since his baby shower. So we're in our fifth year. And uh, it's been great. <laughs> oh, I would imagine so. Now, okay, let's talk a little bit. John, you know, you're a parent. Rob is a parent. I am not. Um, I, I'm an, a parent of an adult child, so I never had to go through that phase. But <laughs> the cost of diapers for a family can be ridiculous, right? Sure is. Yeah, it's, it's totally ridiculous. And actually, the, the, the first year of the diaper drive, um, when we had the co-ed baby shower, we invited people to donate diapers, and but I guess they thought that we were taking the diapers for ourselves, but in all actuality, we were donating them. Uh, so when people found out, wait, John donated all those diapers, they ended up sending me another round of diapers, and they were like, John, you better not donate these. You keep them. 
And I actually kept them, and I didn't have to buy diapers for like the first year of my son's life, uh, which was such a blessing. But by year two, when I had to start buying diapers, I'm like, oh my God, these things are expensive. Right? And not to mention the wipes. Oh my gosh, it is so true. Now that I know, because look, I have sisters, they had little kids, and they'd be like, oh, hey, before you come over here, can you get this? I don't know how parents afford it, though, John, and I guess... That's a big reason why y'all do this. Well, I started it, uh, Bernie, I'm, I'm, I'm 37 years old. So I had that blessing of growing up old school, you know, where if you were in church and you started talking in church, your grandma would backhand you and shut you up. Yeah. Versus the new school where, you know, you really can't, you know, really put your hands on your children too much, you know. <laughs> so, so... Whenever I found out that my wife was pregnant, um, one of the most important things for me was that, you know, how do I implement these old school values? And it's a shame that I got to call, you know, accountability, responsibility. Uh, I got to say that that's old school values. But, um, you know, how do I put this into my children without having to beat it into them. Right? I mean, like, no, but seriously, right? Because you and I had the same kind of grown up, you know, if you did, if you, yes. you would get in trouble. And I'm with you. So, yes. so tell me, does Julian, I mean, he totally gets this now, right? Yes, ma'am. He does. On, on you know, year one, uh, year, my goal was that uh, instead of spending so much money on a one-year-old birthday, two, you know, he won't even remember these things. Um, instead of spending so much money on that, instead, I wanted to plant a seed in my son that when he thought of his birthday, it was more about, you know, what am I using my life for? What was I put on this earth for versus what can I get for me? Right. So in year one and two, um, it was, you know, us taking pictures uh, of, him, of him as an infant sitting on the diapers and, <laughs> and now turning four years old. And my son is looking back at pictures of, hey, I'm in mommy's stomach and I'm helping deliver diapers to the Zormo Foundation. And then, you know, to the Thinstead Center. And now at four years old, he's telling me, um, daddy, oh, we're going to do out my diaper drive this year. Mm. And it's just, it, it warms my heart because that's exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to create something for him where he knew that his life just wasn't about him and his, and his wants, but it was more about what is he doing with his life. Wow. And, and he loves it so much. He, he, I mean, for the whole year, he's talking about his diaper drive. Now. Oh. And uh, so I'm that's, so blessed with yes, that. Yes, yes, but you have taught him, and now this is going to go on probably his whole life. Oh, yes, ma'am. And now we have a second son, Isaac. And I have to say before my wife gets upset with me, she's like, it's Julian and Isaac's diaper drive. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> well, you're just me I, I don't think she's going to let me take another birthday away either. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is just so great. And I, and I do feel like that that amount of purpose, you know, some people have to search their whole lives to find a purpose that you are raising your kids to never know a time that, you know, though this is just a small aspect of their life, it's a meaningful part of it. And and kudos to you, John, because there's a lot of things I think sometimes that I've, I, I see as much as I try, because I'm an old school guy, kind of like you too. I'm the one that it, sometimes I have to remind ourselves, we raise our kids differently. And occasionally, yeah. like my, my kids, 
they don't call it a clap back, but that's what I call it. You know, and and my my parents would call that talking back. But my my yeah. kids sometimes will like come back and crack a joke, and I have to like in my mind say, "Oh my gosh, this is the funniest thing ever." <laughs> I'll tell you really quickly. It, yeah. it came down to a tattoo, and we had a big you know big discussion about writing on your hands. You know, you got to have that with kids, and you say like, "Don't write on your hands. You write on the paper. You write on your hand." Your paper, yeah. and um, my six-year-old um, pretty cleverly told my wife, "Well, you wrote on yourself," and uh, and, and it was, <laughs> and it wasn't in a bad way, and she wasn't really talking yeah. back. It was like, but seriously, you know, you did, but you did this, and, um, and it was, it just opens us up for so many different things. So I love that your kids, you know, have something that they can really grasp onto and look forward to, and yeah. you know, people. You can help. Uh, tell people how they can get involved. So um, for the month of July, we're actually collecting the diapers. You know, thank God for um, we have Alan Green at Drip IV Infusions. He's on the south side in River Ranch. Um, uh, I wish I could spot off the address, but I can't. So he's a collection spot uh, at Drip IV. Uh, and then also Hub City Ford uh, on on I-49, Todd Citron. Uh, they they set up um, collection spots all month. Uh, so anytime between 9 and 5 or 9 and 4, you can drop off diapers and wipes. Uh, and that's for the aging population as well as uh, infants, children, and children. You can drop off diapers there anytime, Monday through Friday. Um, and then we also have a few pop-up uh, diaper drop-offs that are going to be occurring through this month. Uh, like Gus Rezende with Social Entertainment uh, at his offices, I think, on the 13th. Um, from 11 to 3, he's going to do a pop-up diaper, diaper donation for downtown. And then on the 28th, uh, in, the, in the past years, we always had, um, you know, a celebration on Julian's birthday where we collected all the final diapers. And then the next day, Julian and I would go and deliver the diapers to the different shelters. Um, wow. And uh, <clears throat> so July 28th uh, at my offices on the Thruway, the Travel Center, 1400 uh, Northwest Evangeline Thruway, from 11 to 1, we're going to do a drive-through, you know, the COVID birthday graduation drive-through style uh, where you can come in on the 28th, 11 to 1, and that'll be the final day to, to drop off diapers or any donations. Uh, that we that we have, and then my son and I spend the next couple of days uh, delivering. We always deliver to the Desarmo Foundation. That's such a great organization, and what they do for women, uh, the Lighthouse, um, and a few other uh, local organizations. But we definitely so get good. the diapers and the supplies that people really need. We get it to the actual people in our community. And uh, that's what means the most to me. And yeah. it's so tangible. You know, yes. there are so many nonprofits that do great things, and, and sometimes they're bigger picture, though. You know, it might be a, a, a large building fund or something, and it's not to take away from any of those, but this is something that is needed in the moment. I think we're going to start this, John. I might have a conversation. My six-year-old's home from school, obviously. Maybe we'll have that conversation leading up to her birthday in September and see if if there's something important to her yeah. she wants to do, because I think that's just, I think it's September great. September what? September, September 27th. 
Oh, you see, if she'd have said fourth, I'd have said, let's partner up. That's my birthday. <laughs> Tell your daughter we're going in on something. We're going to do something. Well, look, I have your phone number. I might need some inspiration and some... Why don't we... we to do it. But, look, you know. we could do baby wipes. The wipes yeah, cost a fortune, too. And and when I tell you, quality of life is defined by the small, simple things. You know, it, you don't all, and one, if we do things together, it makes it so much easier. But not just that, if you focus on something small, uh, what, what may seem small to us, it, it could mean the world to someone else. I mean, look at what the times we're in now. Is yes. the, you know, people sometimes don't know where their next meal is coming from. You are right. You know what a box of grits could do? You know, yes. So you just when you approach it that way, it doesn't seem like oh, it's so you know taxing to do something for someone else. It doesn't have to be. It can just be something simple. Yeah, and all right. So also, adult diapers too can be donated, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And I always call them undergarments. Undergarments. So for the I adults, like yes, ma'am. Adults don't wear diapers. Right. That's true. That's very true, right? I mean, it's so true. That's true. I'm glad you told me that. That's that's so perfect as a way to describe it. Well, John, we're going to make sure we get this up on the website. And um, Rob and I are going to do everything we can to continue to get the message out. And uh, tell Julian happy birthday. And tell Isaac, I said, that, okay, Julian gets a big hug and kiss, but he does too. Yes, indeed. Isaac has to have his. And, and look, his brother Julian shares it with him too. We look, we're going to take some pictures this year of Isaac coming with us on our deliveries, and then next year for year six, it'll be the Williams brothers' diaper drive. Oh, that's yes. so John Williams, thanks so much for your time. It's good talking to Thank you. And you, you know, sir. I mean, Bernie, do yes. we have another guest that every time they come on, they have something great going on to give like, back? I yeah, mean, it's, I mean, it's John, great. like you're magical, man. There's just no other way to put it. Thank you. Well, it was, it's, it's my ma my mama and God. You know, when I was 15 years old, I, I knew what I was put on earth to do, and that's to love God's children. And, huh. you know, uh, that's why our nonprofit, Love of People, Helping Others Help Others, is what it's all about, is bringing people together to do, do something decent. I love it. I love it. Have a great day, man. Take care of yourself. All right. Yes, Rob, you are so right. That man makes us happy every time we talk to him. I mean, so cool. it's always something positive. All right, it's 826 now at News Talk 96.5 KPL. If you want to get involved, we'll get the information mm -hmm. for you at KPL965.com. But Love of People is the name of his nonprofit. All right, uh, now I want to talk about something I love a lot, which is, thank God, like seriously, for Ross Tire and Service. Oh, my goodness. Okay, now. Lifesavers. They totally are. I've had two instances in the last six months where I've had nails in my tire. They got me back on the roadway quickly. They they do treat me like family. It's like they're my brothers now. I mean, I'll call and I'll be like, okay, something sounds funny. One day we had this, uh, this situation where we got in the car. Brett and I were in the car. And I'm like, Brett, what is that noise? And he's like, I don't know. We drove straight over there. <laughs> we had somebody meet us. By the end of the day, we were ready to roll again. So if you're like me and maybe your car is a little bit older, but you love to baby it, Look, the folks over at Ross Tire and Service over there on Kali Saloon Road, they're going to get to know you, but also get to know the vehicle. So they're going to know what kind of repairs are going to be coming up. That's what we do, and it's an amazing thing. And speaking of tires, right now through August the 5th, you can receive up to $90 off of a set of select Firestone tires. 
So summer is here. And look, I know we find everything we can to get out of the house and find something to do. So get yourself a new set of tires. Select Firestone Tires, now $90 off of a set at Ross Tire and Service. They can get you back on the road. You're going to feel happy. You can be ready to roll. They're right over there on Kali Saloon Road. Give them a call today or or check out the website. And Rob knows because I've been like, Rob, I'm going to be like um, 20, 30 minutes late. Hey, how do I... I always say I'd rather you be 20 or 30 minutes late than not alive. You know, so <laughs> Like no go, joke. Like go take care of your car. <laughs> One time, I mean, it was like, I thought Sandra Bullock must have been in your car or something. <laughs> you're telling me that you couldn't get through, you couldn't stop on Congress. Do because you remember that? Because your cruise control oh. got stuck on. Like that, Bernie, I'm sorry. I would rather, you know, pay for your Uber forever than you can be in that situation. And guess what? It was such a quick and easy fix. It was. By the folks at Ross Tire and Service. They, like, seriously? <laughs> They're like my family. They're like Bernie. <laughs> What'd you do now? I'm like, I swear I didn't do it. All right. So more to come on Acadiana's morning news on the way. We're also going to double check your traffic in just a bit. It's really kind of boring right now, but hey, we will take it. That is good news. Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana. Moon Griffon, next on News Talk 96.5. Cape Pivot. I'm Bernadette Lee, and you're listening to News Talk 96.5 Cape Hill. It's the bottom of the hour. Now the top stories from CapeHill96.5.com. A West Monroe man is still on the run this morning after firing shots at a Louisiana State Police trooper. It happened just after midnight on Sunday when the trooper tried to pull over 31-year-old Errol Johnson. A short chase then happened, and that's when Johnson stepped out of the vehicle, shooting at the trooper. He ran from the scene. If you have any information on the whereabouts of Errol Johnson, contact Louisiana State Police. Tort reform advocates say the recently passed legislation will lower auto insurance rates 10 to 15 percent. But how do we get that number even lower? One Bugaloosa representative has an idea. About 13% of Louisiana motorists are uninsured, a number many feel is partially responsible for our sky-high auto insurance rates. Representative Melinda White says increasing the minimum wage would lower that number because right now the working poor can't afford auto insurance at or near $7.25 an hour. You have to choose between that, medicine, clothing, children, putting food on the table, keeping a roof over your head. She says those uninsured drivers then get caught and hit with hundreds and fines. And then they get caught in that vicious cycle of fees and fees on top of fees. I'm Matt Doyle. If you've had significant exposure to a person with COVID-19 but still test negative, should you go back to work before the 14-day quarantine ends? Health experts say no. Oxner infectious disease specialist Dr. Sandra Kimberly says if you get exposed and immediately seek a COVID test, the answer may not be helpful. If I get tested today or tomorrow, and even maybe four days from now, the probability is that I will test negative. Significant exposure is having contact with a COVID-positive person within six feet for longer than 15 minutes. Kimberly says that's because the virus can take days or even a week to build up in your system, enough to actually be detected by current tests. The virus needs time to enter the next passages, replicate, have enough virus present to be detected. So if you're asked to self-quarantine for 14 days, a negative COVID test does not release you from that quarantine. And on the topic of testing for COVID, the recent increase in demand for testing as cases surge in Louisiana has Oxner announcing they will no longer test non-symptomatic patients. We, like everyone else in the country, 
are experiencing significant challenges getting these testing kits. Kimberly says they're saving those kits needed for symptomatic patients in urgent care and emergency room facilities. The AARP of Louisiana is sounding the alarm on long-term care facilities and their inability to take basic COVID-19 precautions. Kevin Barnhart has the story. AARP State Director Denise Boncher says congressional action is needed to make sure facilities are regularly testing and have the appropriate PPE. We learned a few weeks ago that a third of Louisiana's nursing homes were non-compliant with regular testing of residents and staff. Boncher says without swift action, the issue will only continue to get worse. More than 50,000 residents of nursing homes and other long-term facilities are dead from COVID-19, and the death toll continues to mount. I'm Kevin Barnhart. Governor Edwards is expected to sign a bill placing an 8% tax on net revenue from online fantasy sports wagering. Crowley Representative John Stefanski authored the legislation and says after it is signed into law, the Gaming Control Board then has the ability to set the rules. They'll have to decide if they're going to do that and when they're going to do that. And then the second thing is from a revenue department standpoint, they have to get set up to be able to accept the revenue. In 2018, voters in 47 of the 64 parishes legalized fantasy sports betting and have been waiting for lawmakers to pass the tax component in order to win cash prizes with services like FanDuel and DraftKings. Stefanski says those companies are standing by ready to implement regulation. They can look to another state and, and grab a similar structure so they're ready to go. It's really, in my opinion, Gaming Control Board giving us the green light and, and I think that the big players are going to be are going to be ready to hit the ground running. Stefanski believes those that want to participate in fantasy sports with the showdown between Drew Brees and Tom Brady in the first week of the NFL games this year should be good to go. I'd be very disappointed if this is not available for, for week one of NFL. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be. And now news making headlines around the country this morning. I'm Rob Kirkpatrick on Acadiana's Morning News. Dozens of scientists say the coronavirus is now airborne. The New York Times reports that over 200 scientists from around the world have signed on to an open letter to the World Health Organization arguing the disease can be transmitted through small particles that travel through the air. The WHO maintains that the virus is primarily spread through larger droplets expelled when an infected person sneezes or coughs. If the virus is airborne, it could linger in the air longer and infect those who breathe it in. A top elected official in the Houston area is advocating for a stay-at-home order. This happening just down I-10 on ABC's This Week, Harris County Judge Lena Hidalgo says things would be better right now if the area stayed shut down for a longer period of time. She said governments sending mixed messages has not been helpful. Meantime, Hidalgo says she hopes those in Harris County will follow the governor's mask order. Several states are reporting record high numbers of COVID-19 cases. Florida reported another 10,000 cases yesterday on the heels of a record 11,440 new cases reported on Saturday. Cases are also soaring in Arizona, California, and Texas, and trending higher in many other states. The CDC recorded more than 57,000 new cases and 661 deaths in the U.S. as the U.S. marked the 4th of July. Police in South Carolina are investigating a nightclub shooting that left two people dead and eight others injured. The Greenville Sheriff's Office says deputies responded after hearing gunfire and seeing people running from the lavish lounge club in Greenville around 2 a.m. on Sunday. All the injured were taken to the hospital in various conditions. No reports of any arrests so far. 
Plans for a natural gas pipeline to run down several East Coast states are being scrapped. Dominion Energy and Duke Energy announced they've called off the Atlantic Coast Pipeline development because of continued legal challenges. The 600-mile pipeline would have carried natural gas from West Virginia to North Carolina. Labor Secretary Eugene Scalia says he's hopeful the economy will bounce back quickly. On Fox News Sunday, heard right here on KPL, Scalia said there are signs that point to a V-shaped recovery. He says expectations have been beaten recently, including last week's jobs report. However, Scalia warned the country needs to keep a watchful eye on the coronavirus and its effects. And finally, an Illinois auto museum has no plans to remove the car from TV's Dukes of Hazard because it features the Confederate flag. The head of the Volo Auto Museum says the General Lee car displayed there is part of history. He noted people of all races and nationalities enjoy the display because of the show and they're not offended. The car is reportedly the last surviving 1969 Dodge Charger used in the first season of the series. Our news update brought to you by Matthew James Financial Group. Wealth management and retirement planning is just a phone call away. 366-8366. That's 366-8366. Well, as we get ready to start another work week, it looks like conditions going to be a little bit on the wet side. Going to have soggy conditions across Acadiana, mostly cloudy skies. We're going to have showers and a few thunderstorms thrown in the mix as well. Nothing that looks like it's going to be overly aggressive, but you could end up with maybe a strong thunderstorm or two. An inch or two of rainfall over the next couple of days. Some localized flooding may be a little issue, but however, not expecting any kind of major widespread event. Just kind of a wet couple of days here. Becoming a little more scattered by Wednesday and then more or less back to your summer norms by the time we get to the end of the week and on into the weekend. In the meantime, the temperatures will sit in the mid-80s today. We're up at about 85 degrees for your high. Winds coming from the west at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Overnight lows tonight going to get down into the mid-70s. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Our weather update brought to you by Overhead Door of Lafayette. They'll work for you. Trust no one else over your head. You want to have the best overhead door of Lafayette. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. And no traffic crashes, no breakdowns to report to you right now. Just make sure that you're buckling up and that you're keeping it safe out there today. Traffic updates being brought to you by... The Positive Coaching Alliance. Do you have questions about youth or high school sports? The Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Find out more at positivecoach.org. Forty-one on Acadiana's morning news. So, what car are we driving from Service Cadillac this week, Rob? Sir, I'm actually driving a 2018 Range Rover. Nice. Oh my goodness, the inside it is creamy. It's like butter. Like no joke. <laughs> is you the could, butter? You could use a butter knife and scoop up some of that seat and put it on toast. <laughs> hey, we have a special guest here in the home oh, studio. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so, Miss. Miss Leighton is here um, with us. We were actually just now discussing in that commercial break about what she thinks we could give back. 
You know, oh. what we could do. I was telling her about John Williams and the diaper drive with his son. And I think we're, you know, we're in the early planning stages, but Ooh. I think we're going to come up with something. I think that sounds like wonderful. Leighton, are you excited? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're excited. Um, so, um, yeah, so you can go see Rob's Ride of the Week uh, at the Service Chevrolet Cadillac Pre-Owned Center. You can see it there and uh, get all the information on our website, kpel965.com. Your dream car is waiting. Ooh, yes. Don't let it wait too much longer for you. Um, so while we have you here, Leighton, do you think I could convince you to speak loudly and clearly and maybe take us into this break with the pledge? Yes. Can we do that? All right. Um, we'll see you tomorrow. The Moon Grafon Show is coming up on the show. Quick break here, and then we move forward with our day. It's a big Monday, and we'll be with you right here, same time, same place, tomorrow on Acadiana's Morning News. All right, Leighton, go ahead. Take us home with the pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. Have a good day, Katie Anna. Oh, you Yay. knew it was going to be there, Miss Byrne. Yes, I am going to have, everybody's going to have a good day now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll Thanks, see you back Layton. here tomorrow. You're welcome. All right, have a good day, everybody. The Rush Morning Update is brought to you by Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Book your next traveling party at LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. Last month, a guy named Jason Furman, top Obama regime economist, spoke to a bipartisan group of policymakers. He laid out what to expect when the economic shutdown is over. He predicted that they're about to see the best economic data in the history of the country. That's not good from their perspective. Now, many in the group couldn't believe it. They thought Professor Furman misspoke. But Furman has stuck to that forecast. He expects that as the economic lockdown passes, the American economy will come roaring back at an unprecedented rate. He says that we'll experience a steep and quick rebound, just like Trump has said, to counter the steep and quick shutdown. Now, Politico is reporting Democrats are dreading this, that they are spooked that an even a partial comeback will put Trump in the driver's seat for the November election. Now think about this for a minute. Here we are, we're slowly coming out of an unprecedented economic catastrophe. Over 30 million Americans lost their jobs. Overnight, businesses had to shut their doors. Some may never come back. And what spooks Democrats? What are they dreading? Americans getting back to work because that'll make President Trump look good. I'm telling you, folks, these people are sick. These Democrats are pathologically sick. The country will recover from COVID-19. Democrats will never recover from their hatred. Just because you can write does not qualify you to be a best-selling author. And the same logic applies to identity theft protection. You may be good at monitoring your credit, but that doesn't make you an authority on identity theft. Data breaches, your personal information gets in the wrong hands. This becomes complicated stuff. Cyber criminals commit identity theft every day. Now, on your own, you could miss certain identity threats, like somebody taking out a payday loan in your name, for instance. Or... Your information stolen as part of a data breach put out there on the dark web for other cyber bad guys to use for their own selfish gain. Now, no one can prevent all identity theft. But let me tell you, LifeLock 
has the tools and the know-how to help you like no other. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Just go to lifelock.com, promo code RUSH. That's it. Lifelock.com, promo code RUSH. 20. Rob and I are joined now from ESPN 1420's Steve Pelequin. Oh, my goodness. Um, okay, so let's see. Um, Steve loves to talk about some so many different things, and um, and TV tends to be one of them. About, <laughs> this isn't really an, an, an athlete situation, but um, what about this deal with Kanye West saying he wants to run for president? <laughs> Um, Steve, I'm, I'm so happy to hear your voice, uh-huh. um, and I, I'm going to ask you to comment on that first, and then we'll get into everything else that you're an expert about. So, well, yay for president. The, you know, the, the first thing <laughs> is it's four months away from the election, right? <laughs> and he hasn't, like, officially qualified. He just said, I'm running for president. I mean, yes. I mean, I could do that. Uh, yes. <laughs> the second thing is that I'm watching some of the news, and they says, well, his his wife is supporting him. Well, I don't care if you're the biggest Kanye fan, West, uh, the biggest Kanye West fan in the world, or you despise the ground that he walks on. You should expect his wife to like send out some support for him. If you know, I mean, you know, just say, look, you know, my my husband has no chance to win, but I got to support him in this. So you know, it's like yes. you know, I mean, I would hope that you know, if uh, if I would run for president, Melissa would say, well, you know. <laughs> Steve's off his meds, but uh, I'm going to support his run for presidency. I mean, it's so uh, you know, to 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 me, it's 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 kind of just that, yeah, kind of a kind of a laughing matter. You know, I thought it was funny. I saw you know one of these analysts yesterday say, you know, Donald J. Trump, like our at real Donald Trump, is the presumptive Republican nominee at VP Biden is the presumptive Democrat nominee. Kanye West has not filed anything and he's doing this just for news headlines. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's just what it is. I could believe okay. that, you know, they've had people before in the past. I mean, a, a name doesn't specifically come to mind right now, but you know, some, some celebrities that have, uh, you know, put their name in. Bozo the Clown. Uh, he ran yeah. several times. I was going to say, guess, hello, President Trump. How many times before he actually yeah, ran did he, did he ran. say he exactly. was going to and never even filed any paperwork? Yeah, know? and they counted him out yeah. this last time. Yeah. And look what happened. But, I mean, there, there have been people that have actually filed, like, you know, like paperwork and stuff. So, you know, I mean, uh, I've always been of the opinion. And of course, I know it actually takes money to file paperwork and, and stuff like that. I'd... I'd uh, I'd like to see if I actually ran for president, if I'd get one vote. Because if I didn't, <laughs> then that shows that my wife didn't support me and that there would be an issue. Well, so you would at least have Melissa's vote. There's your one vote right exactly. there. Exactly. You'd, you'd get mine. I'll give you mine. Oh, you know. oh there you go. That's so um, nice. All right. So sports. Um, it's, it's strange because we keep on, you know, I feel like I'm a broken record. It's almost like I'm not going to believe the MLB comes back until I see a first pitch. You know, like until I actually see see it all happen um you know much less football which is kind of deep into the fall now we're talking about preseason games and what that looks like um what are you hearing and what's the news because people are ready to get back to sports well it's it's you know to be quite honest and it could change you know on a dime as as you know rob you know right now it doesn't look overly promising mm-hmm. you know the nba uh you got a number of franchises that are are, are shutting down uh, their uh, training operations and, and whatnot. And, it, you know, the the plan is for them to go to Florida, but we all know what's happening in Florida right now. There are a number of NBA players that said that they're opting out of the uh, of the rest of the year. So 
Um, you know, unless something changes in the next couple of weeks, my guess, and again, it's only a guess because nobody knows, but my guess is that um, the NBA probably won't get started as they plan to do at the end of July. And the same thing with Major League Baseball. I mean, you got so many players right now that are opting out. You got a guy like Mike Trout, who's the best player in the game, and he says he he feels uncomfortable with uh, with with the start of the season. And you know, again, you got so many states like Texas and Arizona and and uh, and Florida, which are really reeling right now. So, uh, you know, is baseball going to start? My guess is probably not. You know, Busta only who does such a great job of covering baseball for ESPN. He made the statement last week. He said, um, you know, he, he says he thinks there's a 5% chance of Major League Baseball starting. He also said there's a 0% chance of Major League Baseball ending. So I mm. guess the question now on sports fans' minds, more so than anything, should probably uh, probably should be is football going to start on time? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. and that's what I really yeah. want to know. I mean, baseball's fine. Yeah. That's good. I know yeah. it has tons of fans. Yeah. But- uh, Bernie, that sounds like you hate watching baseball on TV. Oh, no. Why you got to hate baseball, huh, Steve? No. I, I do. I'm, I mean, I, I think a lot of people are wondering what happens for, you know, college football. What happens with the NFL? I, mean, now, yeah. I will yeah. say this. Okay. There's going to be a huge source of revenue that's gone, and that is the ticket mm-hmm. sales, both in professional and college. However... The number of people who watched Hamilton over the weekend and got a Disney Plus subscription just to watch it. You know, as far as I'm concerned, let the university come up with their own platform. You want to watch an LSU game? You got to pay whatever, $20 to get the, the, the app and you can watch it on the app. They could probably still make money doing something like that because now we want it so badly. I mean, like I just, I just want a, I just want nachos and a, and a hot dog and and sit in some crowded stands and I'm so high up in the nosebleeds I feel like I'm gonna fall on the field. Like that's all I want in life, yeah. you know. And but you know what? I would do it. We've already talked to this show about my, you know, the lack of pants I normally have going on in my life. It'll be fun just to watch it at my own house too in my own living room. Yeah. Well, let's just hope that, uh, you know, that uh, something positive happens here, mm-hmm. you know, over the next couple of months because, uh, you know, look, I'm a baseball fan. I just am. Always have been, always will be. Doesn't mean I don't love football, but, you know, w- w- look, there's a big difference between not having baseball and basketball as opposed to not having football. You yep. know, if you yeah. don't have football, and again, I'm I'm talking if. I, I, I'm still thinking positive and thinking that they will have it, but if they don't have football, that's that's a whole different animal. Yeah, it's mm. true. Very interesting. Hey, Steve Peliquin, uh, ESPN fourteen twenty. Sorry, I wasn't bored by your uh, wasn't bored by your commentary. It's just a little uh-huh. bit early for me. Okay, He's yawning. Uh, yawning. So just, stop, just stop. You know, and I kind of forget sometimes that it's not just some friends talking. <laughs> I understand. Louisiana Association of Broadcasters Prestige Award winner because of you. Thanks for listening to News Talk 96.5, Cave Hill. The 4th of July holiday brings an increased need for blood nationally, as the summertime usually means blood donations are at an all-time low. Your blood is needed, and you can give safely now. Join the crew from Cape Hell for our 12th annual Race Against the Clock Marathon Blood Drive with Vitalant. It's happening this year, July 9th through 11th. More online at capehell965.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL Brobridge Lafayette. 
your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Right now, 80 degrees here at Cape Hill. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news and information update. Well, there are some new updates now in relation to the coronavirus. Fox's Jonathan Siri has details for us. Despite a new surge in coronavirus cases across the U.S. Sunbelt, the number of new deaths has actually decreased over the past couple of weeks. Part of this could be that younger, healthier patients account for a large part of the new surge. But Dr. Ashish Jha of the Harvard Global Health Institute cautions death is a lagging indicator since many fatalities occur a weaker more after hospitalization. Over the weekend, the World Health Organization announced it's discontinuing clinical trials of the drugs hydroxychloroquine and lopinavir as potential treatments for COVID-19 in hospitalized patients. The WHO says interim results showed little to no reduction in mortality and raised some safety concerns. In Atlanta, Jonathan Sari, Fox News. And locally, you asked and we got the answers. Now, last week after the CDC admitted duplicate names in some of their COVID-19 data, we reached out to Dr. Tina Stefanski to ask if multiple positive tests for the same person were counted as multiple new cases. She said, no, that's not how they do it. In Louisiana, it's actually part of the standard review to make sure. And you can read more on what Dr. Stefanski had to say by visiting kphelm965.com. A second priest in the Diocese of Lafayette tested positive for COVID-19. Sacred Heart of Jesus Catholic Church in Ville Platte notified parishioners that their new associate pastor is suffering from coronavirus. Now, last week, a priest in Broussard tested positive, forcing all masses online until further notice. A car hit the Sonic restaurant on Ambassador Caffrey after an early morning crash Saturday. Now, this happened near the intersection with Cameron Street. A second car that was involved in the crash hit a nearby light pole. Lafayette police responding to the scene. One driver was ticketed. No injuries were reported. Impairment is not believed to be a factor in that crash. Mostly cloudy skies across Acadiana today. Going to have a soggy couple of days. Rainfall both today, tomorrow, and a little more scattered by Wednesday. But we won't be back to normal until Thursday, Friday of this week. Temperatures are going to get into the mid-80s. We're up at about 85 degrees for your high today. Winds from the west at 5 to 10 miles an hour. With your overnight lows sitting down in the mid-70s. Could get an inch or two of rainfall over the next couple days. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, 80 degrees here at the KPL Studios. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. Double checking right now, Lafayette Police are giving us the all clear. No traffic crashes, no breakdowns to report. Get the best sleep of your life. Helix makes personalized mattresses to fit your unique body type and sleep preferences. Go to helixsleep.com and get up to $200 off mattress.